0: In a world where more and more people are believing that the emperor is in fact wearing new clothes, we discuss topics, new and old, with a loose format that we try to keep to. However, we may go off on a tangent, and occasionally we may digress. Welcome to Digressing Tangents. In the first episode of Digressing Tangents, I was lucky enough to have, as my first guest, Moral Bob from Hidden in Plain Sight Podcast. There's no editing in this. We just go straight in. It becomes obvious that things hadn't gone according to plan at the beginning, but we went for it anyway. I hope you enjoy it. I certainly did. And thanks to Bob for being a great guest. Yo... Bob, how are you? Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, man. What's going on, brother?
0: Yeah, what isn't going on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, uh,
0: yeah, no, I got, um, long story short, I got called in. I, I'm a, the maintenance manager for a, a hotel, and someone pulled a plug socket off the wall. So,
2: oh, shit.
0: yeah, they were worried that, um, that you know, someone was going to get electrocuted. Um, but I've, I've put it right. But the, the issue would be I would have to drive home. And that's gonna take forty odd minutes then I'd get home and then I have to set up so I've pulled a fat one and just said, "Um the guy that's on early shift tomorrow I've just told him i'll but that means I get a chance to stay in the hotel so i'm I'm in the hotel for the night there so you go. <laughs> yeah, so i was I was kind of just getting my stuff together, and I thought, oh but you know just too much going on and I thought i'll I'll just you know call it and then." And then when you contacted me and I thought, you know, yeah, there's no there's no reason why I can't. So like I say, just said to the the other lad, I said, Look, if I stay tonight, you know, you can go home and he was like, Oh, cracking. So he, he's shot off like a, a one bat and then left me here. So so <laughs> So I'm sat I'm I'm sat on a hotel bed with um my phone, a set of headphones and some very rough notes.
1: Hey <laughs> man. sometimes that's what you gotta do to get it done
0: yeah I don't know if you can listen to this there you go and and a couple of them
1: it's later where you are I just got home from work so I'm just drinking water for now
0: yeah that's sensible no it's 10 o'clock here because we put our clocks forward
1: oh do y'all still do daylight savings time
0: yeah yeah, we still do it here Okay, I
1: didn't know if the UK did it hmm I thought somebody we, had said the UK didn't.
0: No, no, we still do it, and Europe still do it, but Europe do it uh, like I think the weekend before us or the weekend after. us, So it's it, like there's a, yeah, it, it, uh, it's just a shit show, isn't it? It's, it's so but, stupid.
1: It's, it's the dumbest. Daylight savings <laughs> time is
0: the dumbest shit ever. God, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just deliberately there to confuse the crap out of people. Jermaine, I think so you don't is, know if you're coming or going.
1: Yeah, I think it is more just um, altering of our time connection to this this realm. You know, like it's just further. They've changed our calendar. They've changed the clocks. They've, you know, they've altered time, and now they, you know, they've altered. They they have to continue to alter it every six months. You know, back and forth, back and forth. So we never get into a rhythm. We never. So it's just complete Turk just continuing to divide us from the energy of our, our realm.
0: Yeah. Cause we I wouldn't think. like it back in the day before you had clocks and stuff, we would have been uh, like, well, like here in the UK, we'd have, we'd have been looking at uh, daffodils coming up and saying, Oh, the daffodils are coming up. It must be springtime. Do you mean time, time to get the fields ready? Cause you know, the winter's pretty much over. Um, and, and like you say the sun comes up and you would get up when it was daylight and you'd go to bed when it was dark, you know? Right. It's you know, nice and simple, but they the, like you say they've got everyone chasing, you know, especially this weekend. The, the, this weekend's the one that everyone moans about because you lose an hour's sleep, you're getting up. Mm-hmm. Early. Um, and our body clocks, you know, like you know, our alarm clocks tell us this. But if you've got pets, their body clocks are still out. Do you mean? Because they're used to just waking up when they wake up, so now they're an hour out, so they're looking at you like you're daft. Do you mean? My, yeah, my two dogs are like, what, 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 eh? What? No, no, you know, I'm staying in bed for another hour. What the hell are you doing? Do you mean?
1: Yeah, because they don't. They, they're just on their cycle.
0: Just on their they're, cycle. They're
1: animals, yeah. so they're. They're on the natural cycle of things, or yeah. you know, they can they can grow to be accustomed to our cycle, but they still have that instinctual cycle. And again, Absolutely, that's that's what it's meant to do. It's just throw yeah. us off.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got uh, one of the dogs as a, a well, they're both rescues, but the the collie, um, because it's getting darker earlier, she's. Trying to herd us into the bedroom, you know. Where she'll look out the window and think, "Oh, it's dark now. It's time to go to bed." Do you know what mm-hmm. mean? So she starts prowling around, trying to make us get up and go. <laughs> she's like, "Like really ah. close. Come on, it's bedtime," you know. And we're like, "No, no, it's you know, it's still early. You know, we've got another hour before we're going to bed." Do you know what I mean? And she can you can tell in her face she's thinking, "Ah, you, what you know? This is this is bedtime," you know. And then and she'll take herself through, you know, take herself to bed, you know.
1: She's like, "All right, well, I'm going to bed." <laughs>
0: absolutely she's very much like that she's very independent like that she's like, right, if you don't want to come to bed i'm going to bed you know Man, and, i wish uh, my
1: dog was more like that my dog is a maniac but she's still young she's only like six months old so
0: oh god no no i was um i'm not uh hang on so the collie's got to be she's got to be three coming up four i would think and and the other the other rescue dog uh, we're not sure how old he is because you know he was just kind of rescued off the streets kind of thing so he could be anywhere between three and five for all we know so yeah so nice well okay so well fa- thanks for being the guinea pig did you did you um listen to any of the other podcasts i did the echo sphere sphericals or is this the your first outing.
1: And just this is like I've I've known about you through you know the Instagram world, and we are very like minded in in our intellectual curiosity, and so. Uh, uh, I, like to, I like to connect with the intellectually. Uh, I've coined a term, intellectual explorer.
0: Oh, like that? Yeah, you yeah. Know,
1: like, because that's what we do, man. We we explore things intellectually. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it, it, man, nothing's.
1: It, it, yeah, it uh, it bleeds into everything when you're that way. You
0: know, when... it, it it does because you start, and I'm not. like I question everything to the point of not being cynical now as well. I used to be really cynical, but now I'm like, can I prove this or can I disprove it? Do you mean that yep. that I'm I'm very, you know, middle of the road now. I don't if I can neither prove it or disprove it. You know, um, it it doesn't affect me. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I'm and I'm living in a house with the people that you know, that they, they they're all up, up they well, the bully were still are a bit with the whole COVID thing. All very much like, yes, I've got to wear a mask, got to get jabbed and all that. And I'm like, no, you don't. And then Oof. and then they flipped flipped on a dime when the Ukraine thing went up, and had one conversation with the wife when I said, where where was all your outrage, or where is it for Yemen? And she just looked at me. and She says, "What's going on in Yemen?" I went, "Exactly." So, like, wow. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? But, but then she, she, um, we're we're kind of polar opposites. Where, like, say, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm like, "Well, I don't believe it," and she believes everything. So I'm like, "This is not going to end well," I don't think. But
1: oh yeah, dude, I had a customer. <sighs> I was, I was at a customer's house yesterday. And we were talking about stuff and she had said something. Oh, well, you know, like how, how did you guys do with COVID? And I was like, well, nobody's gotten COVID. And she goes, oh, well, that's good. And I said, no, no, no. nobody has gotten COVID. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, it doesn't exist. And she kind of chuckled. And I said, no, they've, they've never isolated. Like it's, it's, it hasn't been isolated. They've been, and I said, as a matter of fact, they've never isolated any virus. And she goes, she started laughing and she goes well i just kind of believe whatever they tell me on the news and that's what well, she said that she said that <laughs> I was just like oh my god just, oh my god like
0: uh, it, it's it can be a brain a brain ache kind of when you when you hear people say that you know um i mean again it, it's weird because i meet people i've had this conversation before where if if you were to ask you know a handful of people in the street do you trust politicians? I would say if you ask 10 people, nine would say no, wouldn't they?
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that, that's kind of a box. It's like lawyers. If you say, do you trust lawyers? No. How many politicians are in the American government are lawyers by, you know, that's how they get into politics by being a lawyer. And they go, oh yeah, can't be trusted. And then you say, do you believe what they're telling you?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, it, it, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. You know? Yeah. It's absolutely mind boggling the cognitive dissonance that people have.
0: Uh, yeah. And I've um I've taken a leaf out of your book now on Twitter. I, I've started to ask people, you know, people that say get your vaccine. I've started asking what's your favorite ingredients and why? And and then and then I've tallied on to the bottom of that. Which side effect would you most like to have and which one would you rather not have? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: you know which is your least. Would you rather break out in hives or have sudden death? You know, give you know on a scale of one to ten, what's your favorite side effect? <laughs> Do you
1: really? well, and then, and and then, then you can even them. you can just ask them. Of the vaccines you've gotten, how many of them have you read the inserts?
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. And again, I'm I'm in that field of people because I'm ex-military. I, I wasn't, and I'm not. You know, I wouldn't consider myself an anti-vaxxer because I've had more needles stuck in me than most people. But all of a sudden, everyone just like it's not even, you know, back here in the UK, it was like it wasn't a month old before they were trying to stick it in people. And I'm saying, let's not mm-hmm. rush into this, you know, let's sit back and, and just see what happens. And even now with all the documentation coming out. There's a war to distract everyone. And just as everyone was maybe thinking, hey, I'm not sure about this war malarkey, Will Smith goes and slaps someone on the TV, and that's it. Everyone's just boom! Everyone's off on another tangent.
1: It's amazingly simple to distract the masses. (laughs) They've got to be sitting in a room just laughing their asses off at how stupid the general population of this world is like like they're just idiots they're just absolute brain dead morons because you know they can just interject a a Ukraine story up well and who's who's the bad guy in that story of course russia the the ever the, the greatest threat in the world that's never done anything
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i mean some, someone said to me the other day about they, they were worried about um If if Russia, you know, decided to go nuclear. And I said that there's only one country that's ever that's got a track record of bombing civilians with a nuclear bomb, and that's America. (laughs) Do you mean so more worried (laughs) about that?
1: What what makes you think Russia's gonna go nuclear? They've nobody's ever used a nuclear weapon. And I mean, I could get into you know my thoughts on that because I don't even think nukes exist. I mean, there's no evidence that they do. Yeah, well i I've,
0: I've got some i've got some good ones for you because my trade in the air Force was a weapons tech and i supposedly because i'm open-minded to this i actually handled and dealt with some nuclear stuff you know but again to the point where I was told it was a nuclear bomb right and and we went to the the bomb dump and we opened the doors and they were there and they are physical things believe all that You know, I've seen them, but what what they were capable of is anyone's guess, because I've never seen one detonate. But on the the flip side of that, my dad was part of the team that went out to Christmas Island for the bomb tests. So I thought, I'll ask him how all that went. So I said to him one day, I said, when you used to set these bombs up to detonate, how far out to sea did you go before you detonated them? And he went, no, we didn't go out to sea. We used to just sit on the beach with our backs to the explosion. (laughs) <laughs> and i was like yeah i was like gee what and he said yeah and he said they we'd have to sit with their backs to the explosion and put the hands over their eyes right and he says and when the blast went off it was that bright it was almost like looking at an x-ray he said you can almost see the bones in your hand so but i said but i was like but you, you didn't get like evaporated or like irradiated he goes well I, I don't think so but so he was actually on the island <laughs> with a and it's the same people that say, like, if you watch, um, if, if they were to do what they say they are supposed to do, no one would be living in Japan at the moment, would they? So, or Chernobyl. Or Chernobyl, yeah.
1: There's people so, that never left Chernobyl.
0: Yeah, they probably don't tell you that, do they?
1: No, there's people that are still there today that never left. And they're old. Like These are old people that are in fairly good health. You know, like, like it's just insane, and like all of the, all of the on-ground reports, witness reports, and stuff in Japan say it was firebombing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can believe that. I mean, again, I've, I've seen. Um, I mean, do they, Do we have big bombs? Yeah, and you don't. You don't yeah. necessarily need that. Um, that much explosive to to generate a a, a bang. Do you, know you mean? Because a lot of people think. When they hear like on the news they say, oh, they're dropping thousand pound bombs on a on a on a target, what they don't realise is that a thousand pound bomb is its its gross weight. It doesn't have a thousand pound of explosives in it. It has maybe anywhere between forty and sixty percent, depending on the type of thousand pound bomb it is, because there's high capacity, sort of media capacity bombs. So it it, it could have less than five hundred pounds of explosives in it. And most of it's steel, you know, and it's the it's the it's the release of the contained detonation that causes the bang. Do you mean? Yep. So it, it's weird, you know. So
1: well, and, and like we your, got your dad saying that the light would be so bright you could see through your hand. You know, the the thing that could accomplish that that's fairly inert really isn't an explosion. I mean, it's hot and it burns really bright. Is magnesium?
0: Yeah. 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 No, you.
1: They could just Stop. have a magnesium bomb that would light up everything super bright.
0: Yeah, it's the same with um, the, oh, sorry, I don't know what the, the term is, but if you you get enough people with a story, you know, it's it's the emperor has new clothes, isn't it? There's lots of people that were involved in it so I have a personal connection. So if someone says to me, nuclear bombs don't exist, I say, oh, I know they exist. My dad's seen them. I've seen them. So I know they exist. But the bottom line is, are they what they tell us? Yeah, that's that's the question we've got now, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same with um, NASA, with the whole Apollo program. How many hundreds of thousands of people were involved in that? But some people just made a nut or a bolt in a factory, but they were involved in it. And there's a sense of pride all of a sudden. Yeah. And then, trying to break that and say, well, did, did you ever see that nut and bolt get fitted to anything? I was told it was going to NASA and it, you know, we used to pack it and label it and we sent it out there and you go, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't see it fitted or assembled and whatever. But, like you say, if you, if you get enough people that were personally, personally somehow connected, you know, even people that were doing paperwork for it feel like they accomplished something because they were part of it. So, Trying to convince them otherwise is is an uphill struggle.
1: Yeah, well, it's like a, I had a, a conversation with somebody about chemtrails recently, and they were like, "Well, why would the why would the pilot spray stuff on his own people?" And I said, "Well, there's there's a like, first of all, he may not know what he's doing.
2: That's like, yeah. That's... They
1: they could give him a complete bullshit story. Hey, this is to." block out the radiation of the sun because the sun's getting too... They could give them all sorts of bullshit stories. And then you also have, you know, coercion. Like, hey, if you don't do this, we're going to put a bullet in your head. Or if you don't do this, we're going to murder your family. And then there's financial incentive. Hey, yeah, we're doing some crazy shit, but we'll make you rich.
0: Yeah. Uh, You you can't underestimate um, that whole... Like you say, they give them a bullshit story, but even if that story is along the lines of, you know, we need to keep this secret because there's only a limited amount of people that can know this and you're, you know, they, they up the whole, you know, you are one of a handful of personally selected people that we entrust to do this. And the amount of you know, you know, like the pride of being involved in something so secret, you know, and like oh, you can't tell anyone, and you know, like say, pick from a handful of thousand. It's like Men in Black, isn't it? You know, out of ten thousand people that apply for this job, we've picked you because we know we can trust you. You know, especially military people that you know they would lap it up. And, and and here's the other one, Bob. It's like, and if everything goes according to plan, you have a seat on the lifeboat when it all goes tits up. Right. You know, that's incentive enough, isn't it? We know there's a meteorite coming, so you get a, a front row ticket to the bunker, you know? Yep, that, 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 would, that would turn a lot of heads, you know, if, if, if that's what you were told and that's what you believed, you know?
1: Well, what's what's made me even start thinking even crazier shit um, is there's a, there's a new show on Apple TV, I think, and it's called uh, Severance. And what it is, is this company that puts a chip in your brain, and when you get to work, they, they like flip a switch that severs your conscious mind. And so then your not-at-work person, body, mind is completely separate from your at-work person, body, mind, where they are effectively two completely different beings. Get away. (laughs) What if that's that's already happening? Because they tell us everything in these movies and TV shows and stuff. What if they're already doing that to these pilots that are spraying shit? You know, so the guy, when they land, and he goes back through check-in or whatever, they flip the switch, and then all of a sudden he know he doesn't know what he just did he just knows he did some covert secret stuff that he can't know about so they have to you know and they sell him that story like hey we have to do this because we can't this is so important we can't have you accidentally telling anybody about it so when you're at work we're gonna make you go into this trance like state and you don't know what you're doing but you do know what you're doing you know
0: well it's like um, drone pilots. How many of them could be told um, this is just a simulation? Mm-hmm. So we just need you. We just need you to run through a series of tests. But you know, it's just a computer program, so don't worry about it. But yeah, we need you to strafe this this wedding party or blow up this village or whatever. But you know, it's just a simulation. And meanwhile, they're actually doing it. You know, yeah. and they won't know any different. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Upload?
1: Yes, second season only- just came out.
0: Yeah, we we've just finished watching that here. So, um, um, do you know what I haven't watched yet is Black Mirror, and part I of haven't do- either. Ah, oh, well, part of me doesn't want to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, same. <laughs> I've heard such crazy shit about Black Mirror. I'm like, man, I lived through the Twilight Zone, and mm. those were really crazy. So, and Black Mirror is like a new version of the Twilight Zone.
0: Yeah, you know? we have. Here, program called Tales of the Unexpected, which was kind of our version of uh, the Twilight Zone. But I remember watching the Twilight Zone. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, it but it's scary. like you
0: say, the pre-programming is is scary sometimes, like, especially when you start seeing it. You know, when yeah. you start stupid things like checker floors on, you know, in in certain scenes and set dressing. You know, you're always looking for the do you know what I mean? You're looking at the background, and you're noticing the map on the wall and all that sort of stuff. It, oh, dude, my
1: wife hates it. She, I've ruined her. <laughs> I've ruined her. She's like, I can't just watch a show anymore. Like now, I, I have... see all of this stuff.
0: <laughs> I, I I have to sit and bite my lip, and then and then so and sometimes giggle to myself. You know.
1: Yeah. We were watching a show last night about this lady that started some vegan restaurant. And, um, and there was this investor that invested in her restaurant and it shows a picture of him and he's some restaurateur, you know, in restaurant investor guy. And there's a picture of him and he's like holding something, but he's like got three fingers out in this weird hand formation. And I pointed at it. I was like, oh shit, look at his hand. And she goes, I see it. (laughs) <laughs> I was just like that's right. Like I don't even I don't even have to point the stuff out to her anymore. She sees it as soon as I see it. <laughs> no, well, awesome. yeah,
0: well, that's nice. That's nice when you've, you when you can share some stuff like that. I mean, my, my wife, she's she's not. Oh, I wouldn't say she's completely lost. She she's lost in this particular set of narrative runs that we're on. But she she's on board with. She doesn't think the moon landing happened. Do you mean? Okay, she, that's a start it's a start and she's also aware that like 9-11 didn't happen the way you know that at at least the official narrative is is bs you know right and but then then all the other minutiae around it is is you know she doesn't know why they would do it or or how they pulled it off but ultimately she knows that what happened on the day and what they say happened you know the 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 reasons for it happening aren't true you know
1: right so there's there's hope what uh, she, she think about the uh the flat earth stuff? Have we talked to her much yeah. about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we we're not allowed to talk about that in the house. <laughs>
1: uh, what? <laughs>
0: yeah, no no, she's not she's like nope, not just don't mention it. And but she has met other flat earthers. So we went to a um, yeah, we went to uh like a camp out uh, a couple of years back. She for my birthday paid for me to go down to in tooth 2019, we had a big conference down in Kidderminster and for my sort of birthday present she paid for that because it was it was you know quite a bit of money but it was like a full board one so we got there Friday stayed through Sunday all food supplied everything you know really good weekend just full of flowers <laughs> I've never had such a great time in my life um, met um, uh, met Mark Sargent met Paul Lindgren, you know, um, faking space, Paul yeah. on the plane. Met him, met um, Martin Leakey, um, Dave, um, allegedly Dave. Are you familiar with allegedly Dave?
1: No, who's allegedly no? Dave? Uh, okay, I may have heard
0: Dave Murphy. Dave um, Murphy. Okay, if that you yeah yeah he, he does a lot of free man of the land stuff as well so yeah no it was a, a really really good weekend because obviously everyone there was you, you could talk about anything and no one would like bat an eyelid. Right, <laughs>
2: like the,
0: bre- yeah, breakfast breakfast dinner and lunch and there was a few of us that met like early morning before breakfast to sit because there was a coffee machine you could just go and help yourself to teas and coffees and they had a proper lounge and stuff um it was a Christian center, so there was no alcohol allowed there. But there was a golf course just down the road that we went to, and I will tell you what, that golf course will never be the same because the guests, like the the guests and the staff, when they were like, "Oh, what are you lot doing here?" Well, like, oh, we're here for a flat Earth convention. <laughs> they <were>
2: like seriously,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we went there every night. We went there Friday night, Saturday night, and some some of the guys I think went on Sunday as well. So it was um, they were proper like seriously. We're like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah <really. laughs> and, and you know what that weekend not one of us thought within a few months we were going to be in the the shit show that we were in you know with the whole right. code
1: dude <laughs> you know. I, that thing hit everybody out of nowhere man and, and which is what they wanted you know they wanted it to be this this thing that seemingly came out of nowhere <laughs> Um, see, I was a little late to the flat Earth game. I, I wasn't a flat Earther in 2019, um, but I was anti anti vaccine and and I knew viruses didn't exist or I, or I was at least skeptical about viruses and that they're the danger that we were told. So when when COVID hit, like I knew it was bullshit from the get go, uh, because you know they had been pushing all these these global pandemics and epidemics for a long time for decades and i had been watching it happen for decades where it was always like oh well zika virus or bird flu and whatever and i'm just kind of coasting through never being affected by it and i'm like man this is a bunch of bullshit (laughs) Um, but it was through that journey of figuring out that viruses doesn't doesn't exist that really opened my mind to flat earth Uh, where when it was presented to me i was just like all right, like I I used to think viruses existed, and they don't. So, sure. <laughs> you know.
0: Well, it's it, um, I mean you, you'll know this, but it viruses wiped out the dinosaurs. That's that's the true story. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, internet viruses maybe. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean it, I don't think vi- I don't think dinosaurs existed either. So,
0: well. Take take right okay so we'll reel it back from a from the from the obviously we've just started so um, we'll we'll dial it back and we'll we'll see if we can get on onto onto the format right because there is a loose format right so question one then is red pill so what was your red pill
1: um my first one was probably Waco um. You know, I, mm. I, I, I'm in Texas, so I, I kind of watched Waco happen real time.
0: And oh, there was man. this
1: story about the Davidians because there was this buildup. I mean, we knew about the Branch Davidians before the ATF came in. Like, it was just kind of a known. We were in Texas. It was this, you know, big known cult. You know, in our area, we just knew that there was this branch of idiots and then and then it kind of built and got to the point to where the ATF was coming in. And that was a big standoff. And I'm just going, what is going on? These people. Yeah, they might be doing some weird shit, but they seem to be leaving everybody alone. Like, what's the problem? Why does the government give a shit what a bunch of weirdos do? Like. Like, so they're weird. So they have some weird religious beliefs, but they're keeping to themselves. Like, it seems to be voluntary. Like, nobody's, like, it's fine. And then they, they just burn the place to the ground with a bunch of women and children. Um, now, whether or not that was all staged and bullshit, that could be debated. But, like, that was when I was like, all right, man, what they're telling us on TV is not what is going on.
0: Now I I could be wrong here but I recall that two of the um secret service agents that were responsible for uh Bill Clinton were there and they got killed. Now I could be well wrong on this but I remember reading something about that they were like they were part of a breach team and they just got as far as I know like pretty much shot in the back as they were going through the window. So they had an excuse to kick off, but they were maybe involved in the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. And that is yeah, exactly. completely unsubstantiated. It's just something that just sprung into my mind. Uh, so
1: I, I, I think they're I think you, well, the, the Davidian thing happened. What year was that? But it was, I think it was in Bill Clinton's first term. So it wasn't the the Monica Lewinsky thing,
0: right? Okay, that
1: happened after Shit. Waco, but the Waco thing led to the Oklahoma bombing. Yes, and those two things happened really back to back, and that's when we got um, an assault rifle ban in America from ninety four, ah. from like ninety four to like two thousand, something like that. Um, God, and. Uh, there might have been some ATF or FBI agents that got killed during Waco but i'm pretty sure it was friendly fire
0: yeah yeah uh, that's what i'm saying that that's what they put it down yeah. to but yeah it was almost like uh, it was a conspiracy they were having loose ends tied up
1: yeah and it, that's very possible yeah i mean they tie up loose ends all the time just look at the i mean look at the vast expansion that is the clinton kill list I mean that was another red pill, where I was like, "Wait a minute! There's been like seventy something people that have died around these people. Like, who can say that? Like, who's like, yeah, I've just had seventy <laughs> suspicious deaths of people yeah. that I know, and I'm involved." And and with? and the like,
0: common common denominator is they were just about to testify,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had information that they didn't want out.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's like, uh, that that you know it, again. Jack, jack allen is it a conspiracy or was that just a coincidence
1: yeah which you know yeah. he's like there are no coincidences <laughs>
0: no no that no. i mean, right. there's um, what what's that that famous saying uh, there's like uh but the the first time is um oh there's a famous general like you know the the first time it's just an accident the second time it's um something oh I can't remember. It's basically like, you know, if you get shot at once, it could be just an accident. If you're being shot at twice, then it's enemy fire. And then if you've been shot at three times, then, you know, someone's out to get you. <laughs> do you know right. mean?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I well, remember. I know a version of that. Um, it's not, doesn't have to do with that. It's like, if one person thinks you're an asshole, you might not be an asshole. If two people think you're an asshole, you might, you still might not be an asshole. But if 10 people think you're an asshole, Chances
0: are you're an asshole. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you like
1: guys. Oh, no, like yeah,
0: guys, guy, yeah, I've worked with guys that uh, like where you have a one guy that says, "I don't understand." You know, no one likes me, but it's not his fault. It's everyone else being unreasonable.
2: Do <laughs> you right.
0: mean you like? Right. Yeah. Uh, you've got now. Think about this. Think about this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean uh, the whole no squad? <laughs> the whole squadron doesn't get on with you, but it's because we're idiots.
2: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so- well, I mean
1: sometimes that can be true. Um, I was part of a, of an anarchist group here uh, locally. And, and you got, you got they kicked didn't, I did. I did. And it's just amazing <laughs> that I got kicked out of an anarchist group for questioning the government narrative.
0: Yeah. Is it because you didn't have your government issued anarchy card?
1: Right. Was yeah. That, was that know, they all? Set them it, Are
0: you registered as an anarchist.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, it's the fact that I registered as a flat earther and they all just kind of started making fun of me and poking at me and mocking me and I'm I'm a I'm a fairly intelligent person so I was able to smash all their shit and I'm also going to re- if you're a dick to me I am going to reflect that energy and magnify it so you know I've got an impeccable skill of out-assholing most people And so if you get into a, a, you know, a dickhead competition with me, you're going to lose. And that's what happened with a few of the people in the anarchist group. And I just, I ended up getting uh, eliminated from the group because, you know, I was, I was a brash asshole and I didn't take the shit that they were throwing at me.
0: Yeah, I think, and I'm, I'm gonna have to think back now. I think the first time I heard you may have been on Deborah Gets Red Pilled. Because I think I contacted you on um, Instagram shortly after, and I said, you know, you you you're kind of hitting all the points that I wanted to hit with people, and you had that guy on that was like he thought everything was fake, but that you know he believed the government and he wouldn't question. (sighs) Yeah, um, what's I can't remember the guy's name. William Ramsey. William (laughs) Ramsey, that's the guy. And I was thinking when I was listening to that whole, I was thinking, I can't believe he's. He's kind of almost there, but that one extra step, he couldn't, you know, the, the fact that he wouldn't even entertain it was, you know, not even as a thought experiment, you know? Right. Um, but the same guy, if you hit them with that, you know, that um, ethics problem where you say you're on a train and you can direct the train tracks and you can either hit 10 people or, f- or one person, what do you do? Do you know what I mean, you know, that kind of scenario? So you say, as a thought experiment, could you imagine them falsifying something? And it's like, yeah, everything and anything, but not the shape of the earth. It's just like a, it's so um, ingrained in, in, in the, the populist mentality that it's, it's unquestionable, which I think is a scary thing. And that was, I think that was my, my flat earth red pill was listening to Chris Geo on Truth Frequency Radio talking to, I think it was Kev Baker and a handful of other guys. And he brought up that question to a group of conspiracy theorists and they were laughing at him for even suggesting it. statement that made me question was, he said, why is that one subject not allowed to be asked? What What is it that makes everyone, you know, if you can't sit back and say, okay, let's go through the question... And we'll prove it or disprove it. It wasn't even allowed to be asked. <laughs> what do you mean? And I right. thought, and it's I sat. About,
1: dismissed. But
0: well, that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Why can't we ask? And and what is it that we know that? And then that sent me down a little spiral. And then a couple of years later, I found myself in a situation where I was with a, a decent pair of binoculars stood on the coastline of a, a little island off the coast of Scotland called Arran, looking at something that quite clearly shouldn't have been visible at that distance. And I was like, ah, there's something to this. <laughs> Do you mean? I need yeah. to maybe, maybe look a bit further.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, I got. I I went on a date with a girl years and years ago, and she had said something about Flat Earth, and I had some questions. I was like, okay, well, what about this, this, and this? And she didn't really have any answers, so I just kind of disregarded it for a while um, until I heard Flat Earth Dave on a podcast I listen to all the time. I forget which podcast it was, but I heard him on a podcast, and I was just like,
0: wait. I was going to say, just choose a podcast. He's been on it
1: right yeah exactly so it was something that i listened to all the time and i heard him and they were kind of laughing at him but he was making a lot of sense he was making some brilliant points and i'm going wait a minute this like this is the first like legitimate argue about this i've heard and he's throwing some numbers out there let me let me look i've got to look into this If, if you know if any of these numbers that he's saying are bullshit then I can pretty much discredit the whole thing. And so I started looking into it and I'm like, wait, like, I know how physics works. And if we are making all of that movement, we should be able to feel it. And if we can't feel it, we should at least be able to measure it.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's got me um, multiple times because like you say that the, the guy, or, and I've heard this more than one time, that people who think the Earth shadow makes the moon phases, which even in their system isn't right, so they don't even know that side of it. So you're like, right, you're arguing from a point of ignorance. You don't even know what your own model is. So that's a red flag. And then my other favorite one is when they say, we don't we don't feel the motion because it's linear and it's like sitting in a car with a cup of coffee, yeah, that one. You, you've, we've all heard this oh. one, yeah? Or if you're yes. in a train carriage, yeah? And then you say, right, so what you're saying, so what they've then said is that it's an enclosed system, yeah?
2: Oh, right? yes. That,
0: yeah, that's their first mistake. So you say, oh, so we are, it, It's there's, there is obviously a container then because we're inside a, a contained system. Oh, no, 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 you're not in a container, right? Okay, and we don't feel it because it's linear motion, right? I can understand that, and then you say, "But your model says it's not linear. There, there is acceleration and deceleration, so there is a difference in speed. So, and
1: well, and it's take, and it's spinning,
0: and it's so spinning. It's, yeah, it's so, not so linear.
1: So, it's not linear in any way.
0: No, it's not a straight line. Yeah. So you say, so take your cup of coffee, sit on the roof of your car, and get a mate to go around a roundabout. And, and tell me if you feel that, <laughs> you know I mean? and then, then, yeah. then we'll talk, you know. But, yep. um, but again, it's all regurgitated stuff from, from school. Because I remember, mm-hmm. you know, when we questioned it, they said, oh, it's like this. If you're in the car drinking a cup of coffee and you're sitting at 60 miles an hour, you don't realize you're doing 60 unless someone slows down or, or accelerates. And you go, oh, simple. End of questions, isn't it? Because come the exam time, that's what you have to write on the paper to get your... Your diploma. So right. you just, yeah. And then everyone thinks you're clever because you can say, you know, everyone can sit up. I, hey, I, I, I could argue that the, the earth's a ball by just saying gravity, earth time, warping of space time and Einstein. And then that's it. I'm not going to listen to anything else. <laughs> do you mean? Yep.
1: Bing, bang, boom. I, I mean, I, the, the amount of people that just say, well, the earth is really big. I'm just like, because like, that's that, like, yeah, I'm that's, so sick yeah. of hearing the Earth is really big.
0: <laughs> I've, I've heard that one before, where someone said maybe they've lied about how big it is, and said, "Okay, so it's bigger, which means gravity's different, orbital mechanics is now different." The fact that they've they've told you it's a certain size and it isn't, it's still a lie. So, God. at what point do you turn and say, "Why are they lying?" you know so
1: right exactly well in order for us to live on a ball still and it be so big that we can't see or measure curve the ball would have to be at least 10 to 20 times bigger than our our world now like we're talking about Hundreds of thousands of miles in circumference, not
0: absolutely but, but I know that can't be the fact because boats disappear from the bottom up when they go over the horizon. And I right. can see from three miles on a beach or right. eleven miles or twelve miles. So it's or so it's clearly miles.
1: not that big. Not that big. <laughs> like it's, it's not that big because I can watch this boat within minutes sail over the horizon which means it's not that far which means I should be able to measure curves in a very short distance but but you can't
0: yeah. I, I, yeah I remember i was talking to someone the other day about it i'll say the other day god knows a while back when i said to them what 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 is the distance to the horizon and they they were for some reason they had in their head that it was 11 or 12 miles yeah <laughs> and they said that they, they remembered they they'd read that you know it's about t- ten or twelve miles like to the horizon. I said it's it's about three if you're six foot tall on the beach, and they went no 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 it can't be three. <laughs> what
1: do you mean so no, it is? Yeah, it's like it's three miles. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. If you know, you're like, six no, foot tall standing on the exact edge of the water, you should only be able to see three miles. yeah Yeah. and they they don't you know when you start hitting them with that they're just like no no and like and i'll get people i'm like okay uh they're like well no the curve is different like i'll start telling them the curve is different and you know or they'll tell me curve is different and i'm like okay because you know eight inches per mile squared and they'll be like that's a parabola and i'm like okay um what is the different like i can do eight eight miles or eight inches per mile squared. Over 100 miles is about 6,000 feet and change. Do yeah. your more complicated formula and tell me what is the curve at a thousand or at 100 miles, and they'll shut up because, of course, when you do the curve calculation with the more complicated formula, you end it's up with worse. the same number,
0: yeah, or, or worse, like as in it, it actually lends to that, the, you know, right. that the, it, it works against them. So, using right. The the what like the, the oh god I used to know it like h equals r cos you know divided by two you know divided by you know whatever and you're like yeah so you use that and it actually works slightly in our favor over short distance and then slightly creeps out over a, a longer distance but it doesn't but only by an inch or so do you mean it's not like
1: yeah it's very
0: yeah it's oh. negligible you know top up to a
1: thousand miles it's it's real close what I, another one that i like is um people would be like well you know you clearly don't know trigonometry you can tell where stuff in the sky is with with trigonometry and I'm like okay can you tell me the formula in trigonometry Like, they'll say something, let's say, for example, the space station. We know where the space station is and how fast it's moving because of trigonometry. And I'm like, okay, trigonometry. So, can you tell me the formula to figure out the speed and location of an object moving at 17,000 miles an hour in a curved trajectory from an object that is a curved uh a curved surface that is moving a thousand miles an hour in the <laughs> same direction can you show me the formula for that go ahead and they'll shut up like <laughs> it's like yeah because what? that formula doesn't exist
0: well one of my favorites and i, I did a lot of um map plotting in this uh oh probably five years ago, where the, the whole circumnavigation with the whole east-west, and then i say, yeah. can you show me a, a north-south? And all the north-souths can, are pretty much circular, as in, let's say someone leaves the UK, they go from the UK across to, like, um, Brazil, then down to the edge of Antarctica, across. Uh, to Australia, and then they go up, you know. And so, if you even on a on a flat map on a uh, a projection, it is just like a big circle. Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. no one, yeah. no one's gone, no one's gone over the north, around the back, you know, and up right. and around. Yeah, right. and there are multiple, multiple exhibition uh, expeditions that have been shown or, or claimed to have been north south circumnavigations, and when you plot their routes. They don't hold water, and it's the same with uh, a few years back. There was an all-women's uh, army team, and they—it was called Operation Ice Maiden—and they crossed the Antarctic. Yeah, and oh, when silly. you and, and and no, yeah, well, yeah, no, they had a <laughs> they had a website and everything, and they showed you their route, and it quite clearly showed that they didn't cross the Antarctic. Yeah, it, they went across—is um, it Ross Ross Point? Ross Bay yeah. that you know that, that that it's always the same little bit where they go to the, the you know the north and then dog leg back to the coast yeah and and that it was all plotted and and again don't get me wrong I, I said on on their, the website you know it, a fantastic achievement covering that sort of distance in those conditions but right. by no stretch of the imagination did they go from one end of Antarctica to the other they did a little dog leg like a little curve you know mm. And and again, I I won't take it away from them because I've done winter skill stuff, you know, uh, in, in the Cairngorms, which is nowhere near as harsh. And it's hard work walking in snow and ice axes and stuff, you know. So not distracting from their achievement, but ultimately just to claim that they crossed across Antarctica when they clearly didn't by their own admission on their own website is just, well wrong,
1: Jimmy. <laughs> well, that was one of the things that William Ramsey said. He kept pulling shit up on Google, which makes me question his research tactics. Um, but he was like, well, what about this guy? This guy says he went across Antarctica, and I was like, dude, do you not think that that could be faked? Like, that's easily faked. Like, how do you know he was in Antarctica? These little clips that you're showing, or this picture, how do you know that wasn't in Siberia? Like... How do you know he was at the South Pole? How do you know he was in Antarctica? He was just somewhere that's really cold with a bunch of ice. Like,
0: yeah, it there's could no be Canada. proof
1: of where he was. It could have been freaking Northern Canada. Like, it doesn't have to be that. They can just say that. I said, you don't think a website and some video could be faked? Like, come on, man. Like, do you understand the budget these people have to fake shit? Like. Dave, Dave Weiss did a did a video on an interview really quick, and he he was showing what looked like a satellite going over the ocean. And he was like, look at this. Do you think this is you know, how do you how fast do you think this is going, whatever? And the guys were like, well, you know, whatever. Um, And he, he just flipped the image upside down. He was like, dude, this is the sky. I did it from my porch and I have zero budget and I just tricked you.
0: Yeah, let's say <laughs> like, the guy. Have you seen a picture of the guy with a toilet seat? Have yeah, you seen that? Movie?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely. It's it, it's 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 a It's the fact that people think that they can't be fooled is is a credit to how fooled they are.
1: Right. I, you. I, if I can, you I don't think you can be tricked. You are more gullible than you know.
0: Absolutely. 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 I mean, I'll i mean, I don't know, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. There's occasions where I, I, I'll look at something. I, <clears throat> I'll tell you what, I can guarantee every time I've been fooled by anything, it is my emotions that have tricked me and not my logical thought pattern. Right. I've always been triggered by an emotion. I've seen something and it's either made me angry, sad, or happy. Yeah, So I see a, a good story, a bad story, a, 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 a horrendous story, and it triggers an emotion, and I want to react. And it takes a second or, or a few minutes for me to calm down and reanalyze whatever it is. And when I say calm down, that's not always from an anger point of view. I could be laughing my tits off over something that I think's really, you know, like a real joke you know, the you know, the, the surgeon that saved the premature baby gets rescued by the baby 20 years later, who's an EMT that rescues him from a car crash or whatever. Do you mean, it's, I'm yeah. emotionally invested and I think, oh, what a fantastic story. And then I have to take my, a step back and say, but is it true? <laughs> I right. like to think it's true, but every time yeah. I see stories like that, that trigger that emotion, it's, I realize I've been triggered by an emotion. And I need to maybe take a step back and realize this is why they work so well when they're trying to get us all riled, do you know?
1: Well, and that's why they, they use emotion very articulately. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. They have teams and teams of psychological uh, evaluators and, uh, that, that go in, and they will tell you exactly how to trick the minds of the masses. They're like you have to trigger emotion, you have to trigger, you know, you have to make them fearful, you have to make them feel like a hero, you know, all of these things. And it, it makes them very malleable, they, they can fall for damn near anything if you start triggering them emotionally. And that's why, like, I tell people all the time, it is horrible to have any of your action guided by your emotions, any yeah. action. You don't want any of your actions to be guided by emotion. Now, the emotion can, can be the trigger that makes you want to do the action, but then you need to think logically first before you act. You never want to act emotionally. I tell my son that all the time when he gets really mad and like wants to be violent or fight his brother. I'm like, dude, pump the brakes. Like, don't respond aggressively because if you're controlled by your emotions, you've already lost. Like, you have to control your emotions. Don't let those that be what leads you.
0: So, on that note, trying to get well tangent back to the the the, the, the for the format. <laughs> if you were to, if you were to choose one thing like like that emotion or whatever what would be your blue pill what is the thing that you would say if i could just have this one thing i'd be content um and that's that's probably the the hardest one i think
1: that is a hard question um yeah. what what,
0: what, is your, what is your stake and business and money bank option, you know, from, from the matrix, what is the, the one thing that you just, if you said, if I could have this one thing, I'd happily forget it all.
1: I don't, I mean, I don't know that there is anything at this point in time. I don't think there's anything they could offer me that I would take. Because they're, they're all full of shit. So I'm not going to trust them anyway. You know, if they're like, look, we would give you infinite wealth and nobody would ever bother you. And you could go live whatever life you wanted to. I'm just going to be like, nah, man, I don't trust you. Um, but, I, I mean, if they were going to get me on something, it'd have to be money. Because I, I, I hate I hate the material world. I'm not a materialistic person. Um, but I, I, like, I hate worrying about money. I hate it. I don't like worrying about money, but I do it a lot. Um, so if that burden could be lifted off of me, I'd maybe listen, but like, again, I don't, I wouldn't trust the people that are making the offer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point because the, the, the burden you worry about is a construct of the system that they've made to make you worry about it. So Correct. Yeah, in a free you, you, world, you,
1: you, I wouldn't have to worry about money.
0: No, no, no. You you wouldn't be having people knock on your door asking you why you were collecting rainwater. You know? Right. So I would
1: just collect it. So, uh, my wife and I are currently in the process of trying to just make ourselves as self sufficient as possible. We don't live on land yet, which is a you know a, a step we're hoping to make soon. Um, but you know we're we're trying to get food storage stuff, preserving food, you know, canning food and you have a bunch of chickens. So like we're trying yeah. to get as independent as possible.
0: You, you'll, you'll, you'll be familiar with like the gray man concept as well. Won't you? you I mean, cause that's the other thing you, you need to just be kind of under the radar enough that no one, you know, you don't bring up a flag anywhere. Do you know what I mean, you just need to, right you know, just it it's, I always use the driving license as a, an analogy, you know, okay, you need a driving license to drive somewhere, but having that driving license means you may be able to drive to the protest. <laughs> Do you mean, So right. you know, so you're kind of using what they give you as a benefit to achieving stuff that they don't want you to have. So that there's always, <laughs> a, a tr- I know, it, and I, I know you're driving. Um, I've heard your, you know your whole vehicle thing where you just like just just scrub it all and say no no I've, I I'm just not associating with the whole thing I'm a traveler not a driver you know I'm I'm aware of it but um it, that takes kahunas to, to 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 kind of do that especially in the UK because you can't go 2 minutes to go anywhere without someone you know flagging you for not having tax road insurance or whatever you know
1: uh, that's insane um, yeah, I, I'm trying to eliminate all that stuff. I don't register my vehicles. Uh, I am about to register my wife's car because I just don't want her having to worry about it. She's not a fighter, I am at least not in that way. Um, she's a fighter in the sense that she wants us to be independent and live on land and kind of off grid, but she doesn't want to have that fight with an officer about why her vehicle isn't registered and i don't want her to have to fight that if she's got the kids with her and shit i just want her to be able to hand over all her shit and be left alone for the most part so uh, i'm the one that drives around with no driver's license and you know no registration i have insurance but that's just being a responsible adult Um, i don't do it because i'm legally bound to have insurance i do it because it's the responsible thing to do um, but I also have a warrant out for my arrest right now, so every time I hit the road, it's it's questionable if I get pulled over, I'm going to jail. Uh, but it's for a ticket that I'm trying to fight, and yes. I've already made them I've already made them spend way more than they're going to get because I've taken it to court a couple times, so they've had to invest in stuff, and the DA has shown up, so they've invested thousands of dollars in order to get four hundred dollars from me. So I have already won which, even if I pay the ticket
0: which <laughs> which proves it's not about the crime it, is it it's, it's a,
1: not about anything other than putting a thumb on the people
0: yeah Obey, yep, but,
1: or we're going to send people with guns to your door
0: they will spend whatever they need to make the example won't they yep so oh, waco in 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 point of case right. be- be- before before i go to the next question that was a meme i don't know if it's going around the the states but there was uh, a, you know for the ukraine thing and it was like um, russian forces attack you know women and children and burn them alive in in their in their (laughs) compound and then it goes oh sorry that's my mistake it's the american government doing it to some people in texas have you seen that one yeah i have seen that one uh you're like well yeah and and people go oh that's a bit it's true (laughs) do you mean that's that's what happened i've
1: told I have told people that the American government is the worst government to ever exist. And they'll be like, well, what about, you know, the Nazis? And I'm like, I don't even believe that story. Well, what about Pol Pot? And I was like, well, did he do it to anybody other than his people? Because yeah, it was atrocious what Pol Pot did, but he did it to his people. He didn't go around the world murdering innocent people outside of his country. And neither did Mao Zedong. Like you know, Stalin, again, killed his own people. Like, there was a lot of democide, but it wasn't these empires that were, you know, 900 military bases in almost 200 countries that were just that, bombing uh, weddings.
0: It's a, it's a good point because um, as as governments go, the U.S. government must be the most careless because they've lost their freedom in every country apart from their own theoretically because they keep on going places to find it or fight for it don't they
1: right yeah the whole covid thing when uh, when it was going on i would tell I'd, I'd say to people like you know if if it was true that the soldiers were fighting for our freedom they're doing a piss poor job mm. like they've they've done a, a lot of atrocious shit and we still aren't free so Where's all this freedom they're fighting for? Because I don't see it.
0: No, no, it, it's it's staggering that the, like I say, the hypocrisy of, like you know, you'll accept freedom, and if you don't, we'll bomb the crap out of you until you do. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> you mean it's like you're like, oh so okay, terrible. it's freedom or the big stick. Uh, oh. so that's that's a, a complicated choice, isn't it? So we're gonna
1: force freedom down your throat. <laughs> you like it or not, Fuck the American it. Well, way.
0: I, I've said that here. Like, if 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 we ever, uh, and I don't think it would come to this, but this is where we hit the, the black pill. If someone came to my door armed and wanted, no, no, they said, right, we need to give this injection to you. The, the bizarre situation would be they would need to kill me to keep me safe.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a
0: wild contradiction in every sense of the word. Do you mean?
1: We're going to keep you safe, even if it means we have to kill you. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? It's like there's a meme out there, and it's like it's it's Jesus knocking on a door, and it's like, open the door so I can save you, and it's like from what? It's like what I'll do to you if you don't open the door. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: oh interesting concept i like, like
1: it like, like <laughs> just it's so insane it's so but, absolutely insane but
0: before 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 i ask you about the the black pill right do you think we are heading towards world war three or woke war one
1: uh i would say woke war one um i think they are doing everything they can from keeping the masses from waking up um you know so they've got to keep this illusion going they've got to keep people in a state of fear they have to i mean they are scrambling to keep this shit together because it's falling apart it's going to be inevitable um i think this kind of situation has happened multiple times um and that's why they keep rewriting history and restarting history um and i I think what they did on this last go round is they realized they needed to let us the the peons have some comfort have some technology and it'll keep us you know you know it'll keep us docile but um what they didn't realize is that, you know, the tenacity of humans, no matter the level of oppression or no matter the illusion of freedom and whatever, we notice tyranny and authoritarianism and we will rise up against it. Uh, and, I, you know,
0: yeah, I think, I think we're, we're I, I think, I mean, I'm 53, so I think we're close age wise. So, are we? No, you're about ten you, years younger you've than got me. You got
1: a, you got a decade on me.
0: Yeah, I've got a decade on you. Right. Yeah. So, do you recall? Right. So, things that you probably will remember. So, Ready Player One. Yep. You remember that film, right? Do yeah, you yeah. remember an uh, a spin off sci fi program from Battlestar Galactica called Caprica?
1: That sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't think right, I ever that... watched it, but I remember it
0: similar where everyone was going into a virtual world to putting like headphones on you know like uh, like glasses but it was very immersive uh, you know people literally went there and never came back mm-hmm. and and, and I'm, I'm seeing that um that kind of thread you know with upload and stuff where being in this simulation world is generally looked at as being better than being in the real world
1: so, I think we're already in a simulated world. Uh, Everything about uh, this world uh, is a fabrication. It's a good point. Like, I, I, I think, you know, the Great Reset and the Metaverse, these are all, you know, distant boogeymen that are put out there for us to look at and go, well, we don't want that to come, so we don't realize we're already there. You know, the Great remember. Reset, Klaus Schwab oh, okay. is running around going, you will own nothing and you will like it we're already there you know yeah cuz we, we don't if you their, don't know yeah, the- people are stuck in their cnn world or their fox news world or their facebook world there's a massive amount of the world's population that is already living in this in a type of metaverse they get everything from a screen they watch the news they get on facebook you know everything they do is digital they work at home you know through zoom calls and all of that, they're already there.
0: That's no, true. It's very true. So, black pill.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know where this is going. So, what's your worst case scenario? What What do you?
1: Um, it very well could be uh, like. Uh, there's a there's an organization called Deagle that does like statistical analysis yeah no I'm familiar with Deagle and Deagle said that the population of America and and they did all the countries but since I live in America that's the number I focus on um the population of America by 2025 is going to be 99 million which means that you know give or take 250 million people are gonna die um now is that going to be us killing ourselves through a civil war? Is that going to be you know a switch gets flipped and everybody that um, they, has the vaccine dies they, or turns into some raging zombie or something? Like
0: they could, they man, could all. They might all move to Hawaii and have a nice beachfront property. Maybe that's
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe they all get. You know, I, I've I've started all, to think but they that, all win the three. <laughs> Yeah, like I've started to think that um, the whole idea of AI, it's not going to be some robot. You know, the 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 CEO of Moderna said that the vaccine is like installing an operating system. And if that doesn't scare the shit out of everyone, you're not paying attention. They want to install an operating system inside of you. That means we're we're already the A.I. They just don't have control of it. And so they're just going to turn us into robots.
0: I'm a... So... Yeah, no, I'm I'm a big believer, um, despite any kind of um, chemical imbalance or whatever, I think your, for want of a better word, soul is more powerful than anything else. I think you can physically... Control whatever you know. Like uh, as long as you don't submit your free will to anything, as long as you still control your free will, no matter what they try to do, as long as you don't, then you're you're still in the fight. That that would be my.
1: Yeah, if you control your free will, and you eliminate doubt, there's nothing you can't do.
0: Yeah, no, I'll agree with that.
1: So I think we're, we're massively capable beings um, and we're just human right now, but maybe human is just a projection. Like I do have a theory that we are just this, this is a prison planet and we're projections of the souls of the fallen that were cast into the abyss, which is the firmament. And this is just a rehabilitation center. Um,
2: yeah. I-
0: now, again you you've probably heard this analogy before as well, but um one of my favorites is um again i'm gonna use uh i i can't i'm i'm gonna use u k references now, but you'll you'll get what I mean um like right I'm sat in a hotel room now, yeah um BBC one two and three are playing the radios stations radio one radio two, radio three are all playing but I can't hear them because I have no device that is actually broadcasting them to me, right. but it doesn't mean, but it doesn't mean they don't exist. All I need to do is tune in the right thing and I can listen to any one of those things that I've just mentioned. So like from your point of view, you're sat wherever you're sat now. Um, Fox news is still playing. CNN's still playing. Yeah. Saturday night lives probably playing somewhere, but you haven't tuned into that frequency, have you? you' you're, cur- you're currently tuned into my frequency and me and you are talking now does that mean those frequencies don't exist? Well we know they, they exist all you need to do is just tune them in. you need to turn to a device or whatever and that device could just be you and I and I think when you said about the projection thing, I still think that you know my as it were meat suit might just be that it is a, it's just a receiver that's tuned into a frequency. That is currently me at the moment,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a uh, you know, it's the the idea that if a if a tree falls in the woods, does it still make a sound? Um, and theoretically, yes, but if nobody hears it, how can we prove it?
0: Well, uh, then then the, I mean, the argument no is proof
1: that there's the sound.
0: Yeah, well, the tree there's no one there to see it, so it wasn't rendered. So therefore, it right. didn't fall.
1: Right, exactly. It it can't fall or make a sound because it doesn't exist. It's like it's like you know, um, it, it's Schrodinger's reality, right? You know who Schrodinger was? Yeah,
0: yeah Schrodinger's cat. Like, yeah, I am familiar. Yeah, yeah. With
1: it. So it's Schrodinger's reality. Um, I think we can manifest things, and until until it happens, anything is possible.
0: Uh, uh, you'll you'll be familiar with this one then. So are we are we a box of kittens? are in the box to keep us safe or are we a box of scorpions in a box to keep everyone else safe
1: (laughs) yeah uh i i don't know like so you know the ring of antarctica and this you know the firmament or whatever is that is that to keep the bad things out or to keep us in absolutely i mean like who knows maybe 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 we Both. were put in this realm yeah may, I mean maybe we were put in this realm because everything outside of it is is trying to get at us and then you know we were put in this realm and then people realized that there was still a power structure here and it can be manipulated if you're gonna be in prison why not be on the top of the heap right you know because yeah. prisons, prisons have a hierarchy they can't get out but there's still a hierarchy in the prison don't so, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it very well could be that situation. Or maybe we are the bad guys. Maybe we are the fallen. Maybe we are these these horrible creatures that needed to be kept from everything else because look at what we've done to this realm. We've destroyed it. There's you can't go anywhere without seeing human waste. You know, we we just destroy everything and maybe maybe we were just kicked out of the rest of the realms because we fucking ruin everything.
0: <laughs> yeah well yeah because i mean we're 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 capable of we, we're we capable of so much on both ends of the spectrum we, we we're capable of mm-hmm. overwhelming love and desire and we're capable of horrendous <laughs> atrocities you know all, all on the flip of a switch which is yeah. fri- frightening thought
2: really?
0: you know and like well... and, but and at the and like you just said only human but you know, you uh, you know, g- given the right circumstances, I could. I'm quite sure I could commit horrible atrocities. Right. And well, and
1: that's what makes you peaceful. Yeah.
0: I say those right circumstances. It would probably be someone bringing something to me that I didn't want to happen. Do you mean? So
1: defensive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Defensive. Um, yeah.
1: Well, and that and that is exactly what makes you a peaceful person. You know, it's it's the saying. Um, If you are not capable of horrible things, you're not peace, and and you decide to be peaceful, you're not peaceful, you're harmless. And there's a big difference between peaceful and harmless.
0: Yes. I prefer to be
1: peaceful. I I don't Uh want to be violent. I'm capable of a lot of violence and destruction and devastation and maim and torture and all of those things. Uh, but I prefer to just be peaceful and be left the hell alone.
0: Absolutely. It's a good, again, it, the, uh, there was a, 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 a meme that I, I put together, which was, um, integrity is, um, is doing the right thing when no one is watching. Right. Uh, and then I, I prefaced that just recently with we're, where integrity is doing the right thing, even though everyone is watching. And I, I always post that to doctors and nurses and stuff because this is the situation we're in. People somehow have forgotten their internal integrity for the paycheck or whatever. So they're. Or acceptance. But just acceptance in general, just like yeah, well, the the amount of people I know that just sh- shrugged this all and say, well, w- what can I do? I say, well, there's a you know, even if you do something, it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. So, right. and it's like my, my my last my last podcast, my last thing was I I was trying to encourage everyone to start a podcast, and you know, it's all right relying on Joe Rogans of the world who have a million followers. So it's one voice. I said, we need to make a million podcasts talking to, you know, two people. That's two million people being told by a million people. And if everyone started telling everyone that they were not alone, maybe things might change.
1: Yep. I couldn't agree more, man. I tell people all the time start a podcast, can't be enough of them. No. Like, you know, there can't be too many podcasts. <laughs>
0: No, no. And again, like I say, even if you just reach one person, if that one person becomes the next Moral Bob or the next Joe Rogan or the next Billy or whatever, that <laughs> you just, you just, it, you, you
1: just need. <laughs> Sorry, you just lumped me in there with fucking
0: yeah, damn right, with
1: <laughs> Joe Rogan and Sam Tripoli. That's, that's yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> like, no, I'm no, not quite but, there but,
0: yet. But yeah, but no, try. but yeah, yeah, maybe you're not there, but or, or or you're getting there. But when when I first heard you, I thought, and I think I said that to you in my my first post here I said podcast. Your technique was what I my podcast when i first started it but again i was on my own and all i wanted to do i had an overwhelming compulsion just to say what i wanted to say in the way that i wanted to say it and i don't care how many people listened and you know you know, according to um, not Spotify um speaker, you know, I've reached threes or fours of people. So I'm pleased with that. <laughs> hey you man, know? I, so. was,
1: I was there too, man. My early episodes, <laughs> man, I was just ranting. Like I, I just, it was me and the anchor app at first and I was just ranting into the ether. Um, And then it, it, it was slow and really up until recently, I, you know, I'd have between a hundred and three hundred downloads. That's good, and, and which isn't bad. You know, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm reaching people." I mean, it's not one or two. At least it's you know a hundred or a couple hundred. And now, dude, it's just blown up like crazy. Like I, my William Ramsey episode, it's got like twelve or thirteen hundred downloads.
0: Oh, cracking! And and again, yeah. I I think he makes himself look you know not, not not to paraphrase but i think he makes himself look a bit stupid of it you know because because what you say again and the guy's theoretically a good researcher but like he couldn't answer some very because i think if i remember rightly, he he does go on to the whole oh you know the round shadow on the moon and i'm like oh my god <laughs> no, fucking... i think that
1: was that was dan that was dan oh, was, that, was, it? That was yeah. yeah that was danunaki dan
0: Oh, oh yes, yeah, was
1: yeah, just yeah, sorry, sorry. so disappointing. Like he talked so much shit before that debate. Like I expected an intellectual discourse. Like I expected yeah. some questions I had never heard, and you know, some knowledge of, of his system. And it was yeah. just
0: but that's um I mean D- D- Dave Weiss has done the same, hasn't he? Where he, he he'll go to these podcasts where he's taken on th- it's like three on one. Mm-hmm. And within two minutes, he's just said, "You've done absolutely no research into this, have you?" <laughs> and and yeah. then to wipe the floor with them because they think it's going to be a a slam dunk. They're just going to say NASA or or something, yeah. And right. they you circle back around to the whole NASA thing. How many times do they have to be caught out in a lie before people realise they're lying? Do you mean mm-hmm. this? This is the other thing that always confuses me when someone's caught lying. Like, personally, in your personal life, right, you've got a group of friends, and a guy lies to you, and then he gets found out that he's lied to you. Do, do you give him one chance? Do you give him two chances? Do you give him three chances? How, how many chances do you give him before you say, you're a lying SOB, and, you know, you're not welcome anymore in my circle? You know, at what, at what point does this happen? Well... Then you expand that to the political realm and you say to people back to – right back to when we started the podcast just like an hour and 20 minutes ago. If you ask people, do you trust politicians, nine times out of ten they say no.
1: (laughs) It's it's like like if if you have a business, right, and you have a worker that's worked for you for a long time and you trust that person and then you catch them stealing from you do you think that's the first time they stole from you or just the first time you caught them
0: that's the dilemma isn't it
1: Like if you catch somebody lying to you it's probably not the first time they've lied to you it's just the first time you caught them
0: yeah that's that's it that, that's the slippery
2: sloper huh?
1: My wife has this wonderful saying, and she says, um, one lie revealed is enough to question every truth.
0: Yep. Now that's, that's worth remembering.
1: Yeah, dude, because it's profound. If somebody lies to you, whether it's your friend or your wife or the government, if they lie to you one time, You should question everything else they've said. And that's why I got William Ramsey to admit, like, hey, man, how many times would your wife have to lie to you before you stopped believing her? And he said 10. Like, like, well, that's a really high number for your wife. But the government has been caught lying thousands and thousands of times. And you still believe them? (laughs) Holy so hell.
0: I'm going to flip that right on its head and say how many times have the government admitted what they've done and people still don't believe it because right. that puts us right into like weather modification where they say you can point at all the government programs where they alter the weather. And then when you say to someone they can control the weather, they go, that's a conspiracy theory. And you say, but the government are you in their own documents, you know, and it's the same... Right. You know, it's like when I, uh, the other day, uh, back to the the whole vax thing, and I said to the wife, do you you realize that nearly 2,000 people have died on record after having the vaccine? And she said, where are you finding this crazy information? And I went, you know, gov.uk. It's on their own website. The (laughs) CDC. Yeah, Yeah, the CDC. It's our equivalent of the CDC. They've got their yellow card. We have a yellow card reporting system, and I post it. Every week on Twitter, yeah, I post uh, – I take a screenshot of the, the numbers. I add it up, and I say, you know, it's another 15, another 20, another 30 people have died. Uh, and that tweet obviously gets zero traction, yeah, maybe one nice. like. Yeah, but I do it every week, and I've done it every week for, I think, uh, uh, almost two years now, a year and a half, you know. And I'm like, yeah, we're up to 2,000. I think when I first started, we were at like 900 people had died. And then now we're people, you know, that have been... And that's been... just what they tell us. Yeah, and I say that on it's the just... TV. I say that this, this is just yeah. the, the official numbers. This isn't the people that just keeled over right. and died. No one goes, why did they die? <laughs>
1: this <laughs> is the ones that they can't hide behind anything else.
0: Yes. Those
2: so they admit the it. Where
1: it's, where it's almost immediate. Where it's like, well... <laughs> We can't deny it when we injected him and he fell down dead as he was walking out. So
0: yeah, or as as <laughs> I was push as I was injecting him, he said, "I don't feel very well," and then keeled. Right. <laughs> Do you know I mean? after you know ten minutes prior, he said he was in perfectly good health. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's just yeah. the
1: ones they can't deny, um, and it's still an astonishing number. I mean, I think in America there has been like 60 or 70,000 deaths that that they admit to from the vaccine.
0: <laughs> admit, they stopped
1: again. a vaccine program in the 70s after 6 people died. 6. And now there's a thousand times that many deaths and they're just like, "Oh, it's unrelated."
0: Yeah, but they have saved <laughs> a life though
1: yeah if it saves yeah. one life man I saves wish they like they, the people that say that shit don't ever apply that across the board you know it's like it, I've seen people that smoke cigarettes that say well if the vaccines save one life and it's like <laughs> but you smoke like you stopping smoking would save one life. Or, or here, how about this? I could murder you and take all of your organs and save at least five lives. Does that mean that I'm justified in killing you? No, of course not. <laughs> like, what a ridiculous notion. Oh shit, did I lose you, Rob? No, no, I was hey. muted. Okay. No, there you go. Classic. But yeah, so like it, it's people's inconsistencies are astounding. And I try to point them out as much as possible. Oh.
0: So <laughs> on on that note then, we're we're at the white pill. Yes. So and obviously did it in that order because I think we should always end on a, a high note what yeah, what would the white pill be? What would the ideal thing be?
1: Um, I think the white pill that everybody needs to focus on is that people are waking up, more people are homeschooling, more people are questioning government, questioning the medical industry, more people are moving out to land, to homestead. Um, you know, the white pill is that this shit is going to fall. And the more prepared that we are, the better off we'll be. Um, Because everybody else is going to be scrambling. Everybody else is going to be very chaotic. And we're going to, like, I can't wait for everything to collapse. Everything's going to get exponentially better in a very short period of time. Yeah, we'll deal with some chaos. There's going to be some death. Um, But at the end of the day, like, everybody, humanity, we'll be better off um and we're we're slowly getting there i mean i'd prefer us to get to that point without a bunch of death and chaos and and stuff if we could just somehow you know string up all the politicians that'd be great but that's never gonna happen um, because there's too many people that are just indoctrinated into the system and they're not gonna see it until it hits them right in the face and it's gonna have to collapse for that to happen so I think the yeah. white pill is, is, you know, people are waking up like the good, good always prevails over evil. Always.
0: I would say that I, I would think that people at some point have to just see common sense. Even. He hit that stalemate point where they say, you know, I just want to be left alone and, I, and I'm not mm-hmm. I, and I don't want anyone telling me what. I can, I can't do, I mean, like you say, if, um, what was the, the, the worst thing you can ever hear is, uh, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Do you know I mean it's, <laughs>
2: right.
0: it, it's like, Oh God. Like, and I, I think you said it, um, a few podcasts ago, name one thing that they've done. Right. You know, what they, you know, like mm-hmm. here in, in, in Scotland, the the roads are atrocious. Do you know I mean? And that's always the go to default, um, argument isn't it well if we didn't have government who would look after the roads well no one's looking after the roads anyway for yeah. a start and my argument has always been again especially in scotland we we have old um what called drover roads where people used to take their cattle from one part of the country right through to sell them you know in, in other parts yeah and it's a tradition that they still do it now but they don't do like thousands of head of cattle they just do three or four and it's like a a local thing. They go through all the villages and it takes a week, you know, to go from East to West in Scotland, you know, over the drover roads and all the rest of it. Uh, it's, it's a nice scene, but ultimately the, the reason a road was built was because someone had shit. They needed to get somewhere. Right. And so they made a road. Yeah. And that's exactly what would happen if government disappeared. If, If people say, well, who would look after the roads? Well, if you needed to get somewhere, you'd probably look after the road it's as simple as that and people don't realize and sorry i'm going to digress digress a little bit i used to work at a center for kids with challenging behavior yeah uh, uh, always you know they've been arrested for whatever yeah and the one common denominator with all the kids when they arrived at the center you know for you know for their rehabilitation for one of a better word was none of them took responsibility for their own actions Not one of them, yeah? So they would turn up and you say, why are you here? And they say, because the shopkeeper sold me a bottle of vodka and I got pissed. So it was the shopkeeper's fault. Do you know what I mean? Yeah? Or the guy guy whose car I was stealing caught me. It was his fault. If he hadn't caught me, I would have been away in his car. And you're like, absolutely no personal responsibility for anything. Yeah? Well, and that's that's
1: the world we live in.
0: That is the society we're in. No one can take personal responsibility for just the simplest of things. Like, you know, like you say, even just having enough food in the cupboard to last a week. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy,
1: like, less, it's a statistic for America, but less than 15% of people have a thousand dollars in the bank in case of an emergency. Less less than 15%. That's an astonishing statistic because inside of that, like outside of that 15%, I mean, inside of that 15% or no, outside. Outside, outside yeah. of that 15%, you have people that have a lot of income. I mean, there's people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars that live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know, because they've just accumulated all this debt and shit. Because they don't want to be responsible. Like, they want their stuff and they want it right now. Not only have we shaken off all responsibility, we've shaken off all delayed gratification. So, we're spoiled little brats that want everything right now and we don't want to be responsible for anything. Like, it's insane. I'm like I'm broke. I'm not poor. Poor is a mindset. I'm just yep. broke. Um, at least right now, I have my moments. Like I, I I'm in this constant ebb and flow of income um, for a lot of reasons. But especially, the only reason I'm broke right now is because the government has screwed everything up to a point to where my cost of doing business has almost tripled in the past year, and. I'm trying not to raise the rates on my customers that drastically in a short period of time. So I've taken a hit in the shorts because I, you know, I'm like, well, I I don't want to, you know, lose customers. And I don't, you know, so I can't just raise my rates to this insane level. Um, But now I'm up against a wall and I have to. Mm. So, um, you know, But, like, I I will gladly say all of the good things and all of the bad things that have happened in my life are a result of my actions. Period. I've been divorced. I've, you know, been in jail. I've all of the things that have happened to me, good and bad. I've been rich. I've been poor um, or broke. um, And they were all a result of my actions. Nobody else's. My marriage failed. I could have done better. You know, I could have been a better husband. I could have fought for it when it was falling apart, and I didn't. I let it fall apart. So my marriage failed because of my actions. I could, you know, my, I've had businesses fail, and my businesses failed because I didn't do the right things. Now, I can blame it on other people and be like, well, this asshole stole my business or, you know, whatever. But it was all me. It was all me. Always been.
0: No, I, I I can respect that because I'm going to go off on a comp- I'm going to digress completely now into time travel because, yeah, um, here's something that comes up in conversation every now and again. People say, if you could go back in time, would you change anything? I'm always of the opinion, no, because right now, as in right now, right here, right now, I'm exactly where I think I should be. And if I go back and change anything, I wouldn't be here. Right. Something else would it, right? So I'm always, um, I've, I've never been in a position, um, I've been in some <laughs> terrible positions, I'll tell you now, uh, uh, stuff that I might tell you off record, but I've been in positions where um, I've like been so, it's been terrible. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I've, and I, but at, even at those points, I've never questioned why I'm there. I've always thought this is where I'm at and I need to deal with where I'm at. I've never wished to go back and change anything. Yeah. Right. Uh, so um, I'm in that mindset where I'm always where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. And I'm just going to circle back to the time travel thing just briefly. And I'm going to ask your question. I'm going to ask your opinion on this. Every time you watch a sci-fi program or tv show that says oh you know w- w- when time travels involved they always make a big thing about not altering the past in case you alter the future don't they right it's one of the key things of the whole it's the grandfather paradox don't do this because everything will change right and then i always point thing they never mention is that in the present that small change could alter your future so you should be making those small changes to make yourself better in the future they exactly. always they always flip it to make it a negative in the the shows did you see what i mean they always say if you yeah. go back in time and do something you could completely destroy everything and they always make that assumption that if you were to change something in the past it would be a terrible thing what they don't point out is that in the present you control your destiny therefore making the right choices in the present could improve your future. And I think that's an important point.
1: It is. Um, uh, I, I always said, like, I'm I'm the person I am now because of everything that's happened in the past. And if I, if I hadn't Absolutely. had the past that I had, I wouldn't be the person that I am now. It's because of all the devastation in the wake of my life that I am who I am. And I wouldn't give that up for anything. There's only one thing that I would change if I could go in the past and I would just invest in a shitload of Bitcoin when it hit the market. <laughs> That's the only thing I would change. I just would, when Bitcoin hit the market at like three or five cents, I would have bought a thousand dollars worth and never had to worry about money again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I see that. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, well, and again, um, again, we'll, we'll, I'll mention Sam Chipley again. You, you obviously, do you listen to Cash Daddy's?
1: No, what's that?
0: No, oh, it's it's a podcast he does with uh, some financial people. So it's not it's normally about stock markets and 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 but crypto's involved, yeah. And I I've hit a happy medium in my crypto where I'm now playing with the house's money. Oh, and nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get excited. i I'm, I'm talking uh, personally. If I was to cash in all my crypto right now i would have about 500 quid which i think in american dollars is maybe 700 dollars yeah 700 right.
1: bucks give or <laughs> yeah, take
0: yeah. so i'm not i'm not loaded but what i have done is i've cashed in So like i bought some uh shiva when it was really low yeah and i cashed that in and then i've bought some like you know like a like a gas camping stove and, and you know and i've i've bought physical stuff that i know i'm going to need do, do, do you know what I mean? So what I've do, yeah. done is I've, I've I've altered my digital into physical, but haven't done it in the way that I haven't, and put it into my bank account. I've used it to buy things like um, portable power sources and that sort of stuff. But right. I am hodling things like my Bitcoin, my XRP, and uh, my Ethereum. Yeah. But the shit coins, I've bought them low, sold them when they've reached. And when I say double my money, it sounds really impressive when you say double your money. If you put 10 pounds in and take out 20 quid, like, you know, so you you buy $10 worth and take $20 out, but then you take that $20 and you buy something that you, you know, like canned food and put it in your cupboard, that suddenly becomes an asset. Do you you see what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with my crypto. So like I say, I'm not like, um, I'm not a, a, a Rockefeller. By any means, with a right. but, um, and and I've kept a couple of like odd ones that were like I've got some mana you know. If that kicks off, I might make some money on that. But ultimately, at the moment, I've taken all the money I invested and I've bought stuff with it, which I now physically own. It's not right. in a bank; it's nowhere. So currently, as there's a bitcoin market is or the uh, the crypto market is i'm just sitting back and watching what happens you know so well
1: and that's that's not a bad way to be i had um i had a bunch of litecoin and i ended up in a tight spot needed some cash and i checked my litecoin and i was like oh shit <laughs> and i was boom. able to pull all my litecoin out and i had a decent amount of money Cause I bought in um, on Litecoin at like $40 a coin. And then I cashed out when it was like 180 a coin. And I had a decent yeah. amount. Like I, you know, I bought like $500 worth of coin when it was $40 a coin. And so I like quadrupled my money and it was, it came at the right time when I needed it. I think I used it for, I don't know, a lawyer or something. <laughs> um but, you know, I needed it, and when I looked, I was like, oh, shit, all right. I've made well over, you know, triple my money, so I'm good. Um, should... And now I still have a couple li- really low-end coins um, should... that I'm in the no... green on, but, again, it's like you. It's like I've got, you know, I bought in for, like, $10, and now it's at, like, 30 Yes, Yeah, <laughs> so but, it's but not you should time, you but...
0: Ne- never, ever regret taking a, a win. Do you mean that's oh, no? You know, people say, Oh, if you held on to it, it could be worth this, it could be worth that. It wasn't worth anything until you cashed it in, you know. Right. It's like, I it's like, it. art. yeah, it's I like art.
1: It, I cashed it in and you know, it got used, so it was worth yeah. it.
0: Like I said, it's it's like art, isn't it? It's only worth what people are willing to pay for it. So if, right. if it could be the nicest piece in the world, but if no one's going to buy it, it's you know, you can say you can value something at. A million dollars and if no one buys it it's not technically worth a million dollars even though everyone's telling you it is but until someone yeah. hands over the, the green as it were then it's it's not not worth it you know yeah so.
1: well and that's why like um i don't promote too many people like people are like well what should i invest in you know silver or bitcoin or whatever and i'm like man d- diversify for sure but you know In the event that everything crashes, silver and gold ain't gonna be worth shit. Like eggs, eggs are gonna be worth a lot. Or you know, I've I've been collecting books with you know information Um, about how to farm, how to raise chickens, how to build. Just,
0: just gonna say to you, the written word. Um, I've got a a library at home. I'll uh, when I get home tomorrow, I'll take a picture of all the. I've got a, a heap of books. That are like, um, like how things used to be done, uh, how to make like a woodworking lathe out of like uh, a a green a green sapling and a piece of string, you know, you know, to make, a, you know, all these kind of things stuff. Um, but I mean, I'm a, a an engineer by trade, but there are certain things that I just don't know what you know, you know. But if I look at a book and I go, oh, I see that, I understand how that works, I'll make it. Do you know? Um, and it's the same. I bought um, Square Foot Garden okay. recently, to the, which is a, a book about square foot gardening. Uh, that was, I think, I'm gonna say, re, false reality check podcast.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. And Buffalo yeah. and legs.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that they yeah. they. They come up with some good stuff, so I think I bought a book on the back of what they suggested. But I also have uh, a full set of – there's a guy called Richard Mabley, and he he did a set of books, and they're, they're years old now, called Food for Free, and it's all about just foraging. Now, he does a mm-hmm. pocket guide, which is, which is great, but he came out with a huge color book, right, which is laid out by season, so you can – yeah and uh, i mean you're probably aware of this anyway but like dandelions and, and and stuff like that stuff you can just that just grows wild that you can just go out and eat you know and yep. but you can eat it you can dig it up clean the roots dry the roots make a like a kind of a, a just roast the roots and eat them i mean there's so much you can eat outside and i and i'm going to get this completely wrong but there was a statistic you know, since we've gone like down the grain path and potatoes and all that stuff, it's something stupid. Like out of ninety percent of edible, the human species only eats five. Do you mean it's like a, yeah. a a ridiculous amount because they've condensed everything? So we we always eat bread, potatoes, like root vegetables, and we're encouraged to kill weeds. On a regular basis, yeah. you know what I mean? Like dandelions, uh, burdock, um, brambles, you know. And, and here in the UK, if you go out into the wild in the hills, you find what we call um, bilberries and stuff. Do you know I mean it's all yeah. stuff you can just pick off the? Bro- I mean, obviously, the the labour involved in getting enough to sustain you is is counterproductive you know you'd burn more calories gathering at all but if you were a community stationary in an area and you all gathered together then you suddenly start seeing the rewards on it you know
1: well and and, and i mean if you're just kind of strolling around you could eat i mean almost <laughs> everything is edible like i've got a bunch of chickens and mm. when i got my chickens my backyard was very green I had tons of plants in the flower beds. They have eaten everything.
2: <laughs> they Seriously. Do, don't they? Yeah.
1: they will eat anything, which makes all of that stuff that was that people would but, be like, oh, that's not edible. Well, apparently it is. <laughs> because my chickens turned it into food.
0: Have you ever witnessed your chickens chase down a mouse?
1: Oh no, but lizards. I've oh right, yeah, but you've you've seen them ravage lizards. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I witnessed that. Um, where we've moved to now, we can't. Well, we could have chickens, but we don't have chickens. We moved from a place where we had chickens and we had a three or four chickens and a rooster. And uh, the amount of time, and we were out in the country, and now and again, like a field vole or whatever, would try and make a break for, across our garden, and yeah, you're like, oh savage
1: <laughs> they will destroy that stuff
0: yeah i mean and, and, you know,
1: and they want to they want to steal it from each other so they just end up ripping it to shreds
0: yeah 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 i'll tell you a good thing if you've got a bit of tarpaulin if you lay that on the ground you know when you pitch a tent yeah and then when you strike the tent and you flip it over there's always slugs and worms and everything right mm-hmm. so what we used to do was we'd stretch out a big tarpaulin on on the garden leave it for a day or two and then just flip it over and the chickens would go wild because there was slugs worms you know all that sort of stuff all all over the bottom of the top. because yeah. it was a warm damp you know so that's uh that's a good way to feed them
1: we, uh, we'll go out there and start flipping over some of the rocks because we got a bunch of big rocks in the flower beds and stuff. And we'll just go out there and start flipping over rocks. And, man, they go, they go bonkers. Like, they don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, whoa! And they'll just annihilate everything in a very, very rapid manner. I mean, they will just annihilate it. You, know, you got you flip something over and there's a hundred bugs right there it won't last 30 seconds
0: no no they're they good little machines huh?
1: yeah they they they've and, managed and again, to destroy my yard to a point to where nothing grows and if it does start growing they just eat it down to a nub again <laughs> like, there's no bugs in the yard <laughs> like you gotta flip over rocks to find the bugs because there's no just bugs in the yard.
0: Uh, we, we used to get uh, we had three three chickens and we there was two of them that used to lay maybe twice a day sometimes you know so for a family of four we you know if, if you if you went two days without eating eggs, all of a sudden you hit a, a t- all you would do was just topping up your egg supply You're right so, you know and for and again like you say for the the expenditure versus cost you know if you weren't spending money on buying feed for them and they were scavenging on their own that they're a good investment oh yeah, yeah. and and there's um again you might have to google this there's a thing called an egg pod that was developed by someone who wanted to keep an, a chick a chicken in their flat so they developed like a a little <laughs> plastic egg thing that they could roost in so you could have a chicken in your house so you know again one chicken you know lays one egg a day you know leave it for a week
1: it's better than nothing we we get anywhere from seven to 14 eggs a day nice and so like right now we have 90 give or take 90 eggs on the counter yeah, and and people don't realize that if you don't refrigerate them, they last forever. Yeah, like, and
0: un- I, I sorry, uh, interject. I can't understand why people put eggs in a fridge because they they go to the supermarket and take them off a shelf that isn't refrigerated, go home and stick them in a fridge. What well, uh, what point do you think that the supermarkets storing them wrong?
1: Well, um, here they're refrigerated at the store. Are they? Yep.
0: All right, that's weird because we don't and refrigerate well, them in the UK. They're just well, on a shelf.
1: Right. Here, well, here I think it's to lower the shelf life. Because a refrigerated egg outside of the refrigerator, if you go buy one at buy some at the store and you bring them home and you leave them on the counter, they're bad in a week.
2: Uh,
0: that makes sense.
1: So it's just it, it's just to decrease the life, the, the shelf life of this high protein food. You know, like, I, there was one time I was the last place I lived. I was on a few acres on this on this little, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of a homestead, um, the, the landowner. Uh, I rented the house, but he still like had a big chicken coop on it. So he would tend to the chickens and he would give me eggs and I would put, I'd take the eggs every once a week or so. He'd give me a dozen eggs. And I'd I'd put them on the counter, and and there was a time where I just kind of forgot about it. I thought the carton was empty, so I didn't check them, and I was buying store eggs or whatever. And then he brought me eggs, and I went to flip open my carton that I had on my counter to put them in there. And I still had some in there, and it had been like at least four months, at least four months. And I was like, ooh, these are probably bad. And I, I did the water test, which is how you test an egg and I did a water test to see if any of them float and they all sank to the bottom and I was like man these are four months old and they're still good like holy crap so they'll last for a really long time so you can accumulate just tons of them and just leave them on the counter
0: yeah I I think people don't understand just you know the the natural ability yeah
1: it's, you know, when I was growing up, there were, there was a commercial and it was the incredible edible egg. And it would, it would tell you all of the things that eggs can be used for. And you don't see that anymore. You don't see promotion of healthy food. Anymore. We,
0: we, uh, back uh, before my day, which is a while, there was a advertising campaign, which was go to work on an egg you know, like having a boiled yeah. egg, fried egg. Yeah. Um One of the best things I've ever seen is one of my, one of, I think it was my eldest literally sticking her hand under a chicken and catching the egg as it came out, you know, oh. still. And she ran yeah. and she was so like, Oh, I've got an egg and she wanted to have that egg, you know? Um And sorry, flipping background to you say what people don't understand what an egg is obviously it's an egg right it's the same with having dry flour if you have eggs and dry flour in your house you've got bread you've got pasta you've got yep. you know a cake mix people don't understand ingredients like people used to do yeah so if you, I mean, I know people that go to the supermarket and buy like pancake mix in a, in a packet <laughs> and you say, oh, it's just, to be it, yeah, it's just flour and some egg. <laughs> Do you know I mean it's like, we, um, we have a thing called Yorkshire puddings here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it, the same mix is also a pancake batter. So, it, you know, if you pour that batter on a hot plate, you have a pancake. If you pour it into a tub and put it in an oven, you end up with a Put in, you know, uh but at the same time, that could also be a pizza base for a pizza. Do you know I mean, and people yep. don't and, you know uh, and it could also be a loaf of bread. So what people I, again, I know people that buy loaves and loaves of bread and put it in the freezer. yeah, but if the power goes off, they've lost all their bread. But if you right. buy a packet of flour and keep it dry, that's multiple loaves of bread for multiple days but people don't understand the whole concept of ingredients versus convenience.
2: Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, and that's what it
1: is. It's all, it all comes down to convenience. My, like my wife has started baking and, and making stuff and she's, she's got a bunch of sourdough starter. And so we're doing sourdough stuff. But every time she gets a grocery order, um, she gets an extra bag of flour and so now we have like god just packages and packages of flour and i'm like cool keep doing it keep doing it because if shit really hits the fan we can make bread we can do whatever like flour and eggs we're 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 set with flour and eggs indefinitely if we have enough because like, what else do you really need? I mean, you you get the the carbs that you need for energy from the bread. You get the protein from the eggs. I mean, you, flour and eggs, you're you're yeah. sustainable.
0: Yeah, and, and if you, if, I mean, withstanding the sugar, if you take the egg whites and fluff them up, do you mean? You, you know, yep. you kind of got a very basic kind of meringue kind of thing going on. I mean, you, yeah, uh, and I think people lose that whole concept. Well, nobody um, knows I how think... to
1: do anything anymore you know the Which general public doesn't have any skills like i most of the people most of the rich people that i work for because i'm i'm in a, a service industry that caters mostly to rich people all of them would be screwed if everything falls apart because they're all in tech jobs or sales jobs none of them have any skills they're done it doesn't matter that you were a millionaire when the society was together like society collapses and you're going to be the first person that doesn't know what to do. Like, yep, I, um... I, I met with a guy today that I'm just like, how do you have money? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do you have any money at all? <laughs> like, you are so he, the questions this guy was asking, I was just like, Holy shit. You're a grown man. And you don't know how this stuff works. Like, are you serious?
0: I know it <clears throat> I get that but like again at work um'm I'm, I'm, I'm constantly relied upon to to fix stuff but sometimes it's more um, problem solving you know you look at something and you go I need to make something so I go down to the workshop and I find like a a, a you know a, a, a piece of metal and then bend it and make the tool that I need Jimmy, <laughs> you know mean? yeah. and, oh, and people go, oh, yeah. and, they, and people. some people think I'm like some kind of magician. And I'm like, uh, no, I've bent a bit of metal <laughs> because I needed right. a bit of metal, an angle to fit under this thing. So I could move the thing that was blocking the thing that stopped it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's kind of, you know, it's just logical process, you know? Um, but yeah,
1: I've got yeah. a, I've got a bunch of handmade tools or, or altered existing tools. Because I was a automotive and motorcycle mechanic for a long time, and sometimes you need something in the part, you know. Because in the in the automotive and motorcycle mechanic world, um, you know, generally there's the like the Snap On guy or the guy that comes yeah. with all the tools to sell them to you, and you, they only come around every now and again. And so, if you don't have the tool and you need to get the job done, and you can't wait for that dude to come around so you can buy the right tool. You just make it. You just make the tool that you need. And so I've got (sighs) tons of freaking homemade tools.
0: I just, I just thought of something there just for a second, because um, just when you said it and I was, Oh, threaded bar, that was it. You obviously know what threaded bar is then, don't you?
1: Yeah. We call it all thread.
0: Right, yeah. So I've got a selection of that, and the amount of times when someone's like, "Oh, um, have you got the right size bolt for this?" I go, "Yeah, of course I have." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I'm going to yeah. cut it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, put a, and put a small, put a small taper on it with a with a, a tap and die set, just so it can you know work, and then we'll we'll just make it. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, wow! Can you just make?" You know, they want to go down to the local hardware store and buy a, you know an eight mil. So, oh, hang on. Um, I'm talking millimeters now, so no, you know, like a three-quarter inch bolt, you know, whatever. And you go, well, yeah, just make it. you know I mean, we've got the we've got the nuts. I can make a bolt, or oh, sorry, a bolt, an engineering screw to be correct. Um, and we'll just put it together together, you know. And they're like, oh wow, can you do that? You know, they think you have to go and buy a packet of plastic with three or four nuts and bolts in. Uh, because that's that's how it is done yeah you go to what we call b&q or you know um what you have home depot don't you so you go to home depot and you look for a blister pack of five or six nuts uh, or bolts and you buy them and that's how you do it you know meanwhile further down the aisle there's probably lengths of threaded bar going for uh, you know 50 cents and that would make several hundred if you depend on the lengths and size you need and and people don't don't get it you know just with a bit of a bit of work
1: well and that's that's all been by design like this this was this degradation of the human existence (laughs) was all perpetrated on us it was all done intentionally
0: if if you if you don't believe that there's been a systematic dumbing down of the human population, then it's worked. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) That's exactly as it is. Yeah. And when I tell people that and they go, Oh no, 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 I'm not dumbed down. You're like, you, you are, if you don't think that you've been dumbed down and, and, and sorry, but circle back and digress back to the beginning of the, the podcast. Um, I know for a personal fact that I am not as clever as I used to be because I don't remember anyone's phone number because I've got phone. and I know that personal experience and I challenge anyone who's listening to this podcast to say I can remember every number in my smartphone or every PDF that I've downloaded, you know, as a, as a backup for information, you know, it's, I know for a fact that smart stuff makes us stupider. It's it's stupider. That's not, yeah, there you go. You see smart stuff makes us stupid. There you go. Even my grammar's gone.
1: Well, and, and, uh, like I, when I was in high school and, and maybe shortly after that, before cell phones were really a thing, um, I was the one that everybody called for everybody's phone number because I was a Rolodex, man. I remembered everybody's phone number. I knew everybody's phone number just off the top of my head. So I would get phone calls. Hey, man, do you know so-and-so's number? It's just like, yeah, it's this, da 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 And I could just rattle it off. And now, I, I mean, I, I've memorized a handful of numbers, important ones. Like, I know my, my wife's phone number, of course. Um, I know, like, my dad's number. I know my mom's number, but I don't talk to her anymore. (laughs) Um, You know, it's like I've I've got a handful of phone numbers that I remember. um, And it's the important ones. And I've made my son, my oldest son, I've made him memorize my phone number. So just in case he needs it, he's got my phone number memorized. I make him memorize my phone number and our address. Um, Yeah. And that's uh, another um, thing is nobody knows how to get anywhere either. Like, we never used maps or anything when I was a kid.
0: Just about to say that because um, I haven't got my kids to memorize my number, but I think they would know it because it's fairly straightforward. As in, I've got a lot of threes and nines in my phone number, so it's easy to remember. Um, But when we go out anywhere, especially when we go somewhere new, I'm always pointing out landmarks. You know, I'll say, oh, look at that church you know look at that costa coffee over there on the corner of the street opposite the mcdonalds <laughs> do you know I mean yeah. our car's that way do you know what I mean and i drill it into them um, my eldest did a thing called uh, i mean i did it as well but um, when my eldest was old enough i got uh, into what was called the duke of edinburgh the, don't don't judge me Right, but the Duke of Edinburgh did a thing called the Duke of Edinburgh Award scheme, where it teaches kids like navigation, uh, social responsibility, and stuff. Um sure. And when I was doing it as a kid, I, I loved it, and I went all the way through to to gold, which is you know a big thing. It it gets progressively harder. So when it's she like was Boy old Scouts
1: enough, here, yeah, Sounds like,
0: like yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But when when she was old enough to to be like to join the bronze. I said, you know, you need to do that. Unfortunately, she met a group of people that were complete dicks. So she did the bronze and went, yeah, I'm not doing any more. This is crap, <laughs> you know, but the group of guys that I joined up with, as it were for the, this whole Juvember thing, it was, you know, we're still friends now. Do you know what I mean it was like, it was like, yeah. a, you know, we went hill walking together, slept in tents ate crap food over campfires. You know what I mean? We did everything, you know? Um, and unfortunately, when she did it, it was kids that were just doing it because I think because their parents had asked them to do it. Do you mean so none it's of them were in different culture though? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Walking without your phone, you know?
1: Back when we were kids, that was just kind of a normal thing. You know, everybody was kind of in those groups. You know, like I said, here we had the Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts. Uh, yeah. Which I, I assume was kind of the similar thing. We would go camping and foraging and well, yeah, s- yeah, make yeah. campfires C- and set up tents and, you know, do crafts and, you know, all of this stuff, you, you know, it was like you would you would get different badges for things that you could do. And it was like knot yeah. tying and, you know, fire starting and these actual real world skills. And it was a valuable thing. Like it was it was this big thing. If you were, a you know, a Boy Scout or an Eagle Scout, you knew how to do shit. And now um, that even that organization has been corrupted now in America, at least, where nobody wants to do it anymore. I wouldn't I would never dare put my kids in Boy Scouts because it's freaking rife with pedophiles now. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, but we just we've gotten away from the culture of knowing how to do stuff and be independent not having to ask someone how to do stuff or what something is just the it was there was a a value to knowledge when you and I were kids still now it was it was probably going away a little bit when I was growing up um but it was still I mean we spent most of our time outside like I rode motorcycles and played in the woods and Rode my bicycle. You know, I was outside a lot.
0: Yeah. No. I, I mean, I've got, um, I've got a multitude of of driving certifications. You know, tracked vehicles, motorcycle, car, truck, uh, like seven ton articulated. Uh, you know, I, I considered that like a a learning skill set. My yep. eldest, right? So, but again, my eldest who goes uh, to Edinburgh University gets the bus. And when I said, are you going to, you know, I said, "At least if you don't want to drive a car, at least learn how to do that as a skill. And it's very much like, I don't need to spend that money learning that skill because there's a good bus service. Ugh. Yeah. And you're like, but it's a skill, you know, it's like learning to, you know, move a vehicle, you know, come the apocalypse. If you suddenly jump in a car, you're not going to know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? So, right. And I think a lot of millennials will be like that. They'll, you know, they wouldn't be able to get into a bus and even figure out how air brakes work. Do you mean, you'd be like, uh, you know?
1: Yeah. My, my oldest son refuses to ride a bicycle. He's 10 and he doesn't know how to ride a bike. And I keep talking to him. Like I've bought him multiple bicycles like, dude, bicycles mean freedom, man. When I was a kid, you hopped on your bike and you took off, man, and you were free.
0: I was, at least tell me he can swim.
1: Oh yeah, he swims like a fish. oh so, that's all right then, because um, that's a skill. So but
0: people don't. Yeah. You know, I live in a city. Why do I need to learn to swim? Uh, because right. it's it's a, it's it's just a skill that's going to be handy at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Guarantee. it.
1: People don't care about acquiring those skills anymore. They're they're fixated on the materialistic world that's put in front of them. You know, go do this one job. You only need to know how to do one skill, and it's whatever you choose to do, and most of the time it's, you know, something ridiculous um, that can't really make any money, or it's something that can be automated out of existence. You know, it's, you know, and it's like, oh, I know how to write code. And it's like, cool. Can you, can you get, make your own food? Like, cool, you can write code and that's valuable now. But shit falls apart. Where are you going to be? What are you going to do? What kind of, you know, like I have enough skills that I don't even need chickens or eggs or silver or anything. I can trade my skills. I can be like, well, I know how to do that. So, you know, I can build things. I can fix things. Like I'm not worried. I mean, even if I my even if it if the world doesn't fall apart, and for some reason I no longer have my job, I can just go get another one because that's not the only thing I know how to do. That makes decent money. I know yeah. how to do a dozen different things that can make decent decent money.
0: So something simple like putting up a good fence, <laughs> right. Mean?
1: It's yeah, easy, but... and and putting up fence makes really good money.
0: Yep, because people don't know how to do it.
1: Yeah, nobody knows how to do anything anymore, man. We're a, we're we're in a sea of just skillless morons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, if you've got kids that you know, when you say to them, you know, what do you want to be? You know, back in the day, it would be you know, the, your classics: fireman, astronaut. Talking to swimming, astronaut, um, pl- <laughs> policeman, nice. whatever. And then all of a sudden, now, if you ask kids, they say they want to be a YouTube influencer. Do you mean you're like, oh, right. what? Hey, hey, what? <laughs> Do you that's like, no, you you know, when you say you can't make a living, you know, it, 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 I think if you've got any skill set at all, it should be able to put food on the table. Do you mean even if that is right. just learning how to forage, for Christ's sake? Do you know what I mean? But um, my, my kids, when they were young, because uh, I, I used to do like deer stalking and stuff in, in the highlands, they, they grew up coming to the larder and seeing animals being butchered and stuff. So they've got no misconceptions about where food comes from. And that's probably the best achievement I could ever give them in today's society, because I think if the shit really hit the fan they would be able to look around and go, yeah, I can eat that. (laughs) Do you mean? Right. You know, where some, you know, where some kids today that they did, I'm I'm sure they've done it in America where they ask, you know, um, high school kids, like where, you know, where does chicken come from? And they say Costco or whatever. Do you mean? It's like, you're like, oh, no. Oh dear God! Do you
2: mean?
1: Yeah, I just I try to tell my my son because he's my oldest son is the the He's much older than our second oldest, who's only five, so he can understand things. And I, I'm at the point now where I'm trying to teach him, you know, life lessons. And I've told him, like, dude, you don't whatever you do in life, you don't want to have to rely. Oh, excuse me. You don't want to have to rely on anyone else. Like yeah. you want to be able to be self sufficient. Now you can take momentary things and rely on someone else with a job or something, but when when things get hard, you don't want to have to. You don't want to be forced to rely you, on other people.
0: You um, see if you can get a copy of On Walden's Pond. Are you familiar with Walden's Pond?
1: Uh, I think I may have read it. Um,
0: yeah. That's that's a good book. Sounds and,
1: really, really familiar.
0: And that's about a guy that just, you know, basically makes his own way, just you know, he but when he breaks it down, because it's funny, because it's like he builds his own house for like two dollars and fifty cents or something. <laughs> because he he goes around like you know, he, there's a guy that's got a load of timber in his yard, and he's going, "How much do you want for that?" And the guy's going, "Well, you know, I'll pay you fifty cents if you shift it." <laughs> do you mean? So so he takes it, you know, and it's like an absolute fantastic read. Um, but I think at the in in one of the chapters he says a man should be able to just walk away from everything he's got and not be you know and not regret it. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I've always thought that's a a, a powerful statement. You know, if, if you can just like pick up a, a bag and walk away without your possessions because you don't have any possessions, but you've not starved, you've you've not gone cold, you've not gone hungry. If you can maintain that status quo. Everything else is minutiae, isn't it? You know, do you really need the seventy-two-inch plasma TV? Do you you really need the the latest iPhone? Do you need the Nike trainers? Do you mean? Um, Yeah, I don't. I I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Nike trainers. Every every time I buy footwear, I buy sturdy, solid footwear, normally with steel toe caps. Do you mean? Yeah, (laughs) and I and I and I I don't bat an eyelid. You know, and and I pay way under you know those kids I, I see i see homeless people in the uk wearing better clothes than i own which
1: yeah I, yeah i'm not growing anytime soon so i don't need any more clothes than what i got Like, right. if they get tattered a bit then i'll replace them but you know i i wear stuff until it literally falls apart and then i then i'll replace it i i generally wear because i work outside um and i wear shorts a t-shirt and boots like like waterproof boots because i deal with water and that's what i wear every single day and i don't need anything fancy i don't dress fancy luckily my wife knows that she met me when i like i i I I quit trying to impress people a long time ago. Like (laughs) I drive a beat up old truck. I don't desire anything fancy or expensive. You know, like I just I don't have even if I had tons of money, my living day-to-day life wouldn't be much different like i wouldn't if i won the lottery and got just like hundreds of millions of dollars i'd still dress the same i'd still drive my beat-up truck like the only thing that would change would be my house and it would only and i still wouldn't have some insane lavish house i would just be on hundreds of acres like i'd just move out to tons of land but I would still tend like, and I would have more animals. You know, I'd start acquiring cows and donkeys and goats and ducks and like that's what I would acquire. I wouldn't. I don't need material possessions. I mean, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That stuff has no, no meaning to me. I really don't care about anything it's lavish. I mean, I wear an old 1980s Casio calculator watch.
0: <laughs> you see, see, you're already above me because I don't actually wear a watch anymore.
1: <laughs> I, I got, I recently got rid of my Apple Watch because it just wasn't working right. So I went to update it, and then it froze up and stopped working. And I was like, well, you know, I need to get rid of this thing anyway. And so I found an old Casio on, you is know, it like the Facebook with, Marketplace.
0: Is is it the one with the little metal bull bars on?
1: No, this one's plastic. Um, I did right. get a, I did get a metal Casio calculator watch too I got both of them just in case but this thing can hold a bunch of contacts like oh
2: this one that nice. I'm
1: wearing yeah this one that I'm wearing you can enter name address and phone number of 30 mm. people and the the metal one that I got can hold do, do, 150 contacts
0: do, do you want a fun fact
1: sure I love fun facts
0: fun fact that watch could get you to the moon and back in the ninth, in the 60s. <laughs> yeah.
1: Try doing yeah. it today.
0: You're scoobied.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have gotten rid of the technology, and it's really hard to build it back.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it'd be a, a, a painful process to get that back, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Blast. Anybody that believes that silly shit. Oh, my Sorry. Lord right
0: <laughs> believe it or not we're we're, hit, we're hitting two hours and 20 in a minute right yeah so
1: yeah
0: yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna um because i'm on an early shift tomorrow yeah yeah
1: but, man, it's late in time
0: yeah yeah but what i'm gonna end that with but while we're on the moon subject are you familiar with wag the moon doggy have you have you no. looked at that? right so if you go to wag the moon doggy which is now get this the guy that Set this up. It's the uh, the Center for Informed America. Okay. Okay. Which the acronym is CIA, which I think <laughs> is funny. <laughs> right? so the awesome. Center for Informed America wag the moon doggy. You can download it as a, a PDF and audio, and it is a fantastic breakdown of the nonsense of the the moon landing. Fakery, you know what I mean? Just like how how they just put it all together, you know, and 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 again, under any kind of scrutiny, doesn't just does not hold water, you know. No, it falls apart.
1: It was a complete Stanley Kubrick, um, Walt Disney creation. That's all it was.
0: Nazis and pedophiles. All was good.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's. I mean. that's, I've, I've that's what a, potentially still rules the world
0: i've got a sneaky suspicion that i might not put this on anchor i'll have to well, i'll have to save this recording and then put it somewhere else probably but i'll, I'll post it everywhere <laughs> but uh yeah i think i think maybe it won't uh, it, it won't cut the mustard on some on well, some platform
1: yeah, yeah anchor <laughs> anchor is owned by spotify so yep, and they, they don't like certain topics.
0: So yeah. I've um generally I post it on speaker and anchor, but I've also realized I can put it on float, but it just as an MP3. Okay. So there you
1: go. What else do you need?
0: Absolutely. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna have to say bonjour.
1: Yeah, um, man, get I- some rest.
0: Yeah, because it's it's a lot later here, and I, I understand it's your wife's birthday today. Is that right?
1: Uh, it was yesterday. Yes. Yesterday.
0: yesterday. All right. So. Or no,
1: no, no, Sunday. What day is it? Is it Monday?
0: Tuesday. It's it's Tuesday here.
1: It's Tuesday. No, so Sunday. Actually, actually,
0: now I'm looking at the clock. It's Wednesday here.
1: Oh <laughs> shit! It's gone late lately. Late. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. actually
0: got to another day. So. Yeah. That's funny, but I tell you what—I've uh, never enjoyed talking to someone more. Really, oh, thanks,
1: honestly. man. I do. Yeah, we got to uh, do this more often. Then I'll have you on my show too. Any time,
0: any time. Glad to talk to you because uh, I think we're both on the same wavelength, which is uh, uh, a rare instant these days. So, yep. so uh, like I say, I'm gonna—I'll do a little bit of editing, cut out the the dead mic bit. Uh, I have an intro that I need to to put together, but I'm, I'll try and get this out this weekend uh, as cool. episode episode season one, episode one.
1: Hey, um, it's an honor, man. It really is. Thank you. No, the, the, the honor is
0: all yours. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I, no, love it, yeah so, I love yeah, it, man. I love it. The best, the best no. thing about all of this is I get to have the best conversations in the world with the coolest people. So. Oh, uh,
0: absolutely. And there's, and despite what they tell us, there is more of us out there than they would let on.
1: A lot more.
0: A lot more, yeah, absolutely. Right, you have uh, a good rest of your day, evening, afternoon, or whatever it is there. And uh, like I say, hopefully I'll, I'll catch up with you again and on. Yeah?
1: Right on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, be good. <laughs> you too. Later.